2: The Nerdgasm Talk Podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to SpacesPhilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thought Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit SpacesPhilly.com today. And now, feel the Nergasm. And! Welcome back to the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. I am Swag On Zero, your host, and welcome to the Pop Culture Powwow. We're not going to waste any time. We're going to hop right into it. We got the man with the plan. If you need him, yo, Sazam, the host of the No Gimmicks Needed Podcast, and the co-host of the uh, Nerdgasm Podcast, Mr. A&E. Uh, h- h- How are you? I think you may want to slow down just a little bit. Uh, I-, <laughs> I-, I usually say, how are you, afterwards. I, I got to introduce everyone then. <laughs> as Okay. We, go. uh, we got the uh, man, the myth, reality, Q-Flow, Flow the Rookie.
3: What's going on, everybody? We are here.
2: And Mr. A&E's greatest catch, a lady sketch. Ew. Oh, okay, hey. Uh, how are you all doing? I hope you're all doing good. Liberated. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <Not even laughs> I, I
1: wasn't
2: expecting
1: that one. Yeah,
2: I wasn't expecting that either, but <laughs> you, you can always find something new with him every single week. Uh, yeah. Is Q's back Okay.
3: Uh no, I had to shovel my mom out of uh out of the ice. So
4: He missed
5: one floor to cuckoo's nest.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I got the joke and yeah. I diverted it to <laughs> <Yes>. my- <laughs> <laughs>
4: Alright,
2: well we already got uh well wait, before that, lead sketch, how are you doing?
4: I am uh I'm out here. I'm surviving. <laughs>
2: All right. We have a lot to talk about in this podcast. We're going to be talking about Captain Marvel finally cast its villain. We have Disney closing uh, Blue Sky Studio. Gina Carano. Gina Carano? Carano. We we, we don't got to hear her name anymore anyway. So um, after this, we're going to be talking about her getting fired. But first... Let's hop into this uh some of the small bits of news. Signed the Hedgehog finally got a release date. Uh Signed the Hedgehog 2. That will be coming out in April 2022. Um I mean, we did talk about a little bit what we expect from the movie, but uh any more
5: tabits we want to add on to that? Man, look, I'm just surprised that we got a, it's coming out in less a, a little bit over a year. April eighth? Mm-hmm. I did not think we was going to I think we get there but now I'm actually excited for it. I got Tails in it so we are probably going to bring back all the um obviously all the characters from it so I enjoyed the first Sonic movie so I'm curious to see what they're going to bring and uh if they're going to bring more of a of a, a villain hedgehog along with Dr. Robotnik obviously cuz you know Jim Carrey is going to come back.
2: Right, right. Now I already, I know they already said uh Knuckles is going to be in this and I remember we talked about them trying to find an actor for it. They're going to say Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I really hope it's not, but you know, um, when, when it
5: comes to Knuckles, all I see is Vin Diesel. <laughs>
1: yeah.
5: Ah, yeah. I'd rather have The Rock. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> that acting
2: for Knuckles would be horrible.
3: Just go, uh, go get, uh, go get Batista.
2: I don't know. He's going to be mad at everything, knowing him. Um, uh, but, um, all I want is this just to keep going so we can get Shadow the Hedgehog in some form. That's all I really want. Other than that, yeah, I'm totally cool. Uh, Q, Flow, I'm not sure if you're ex- how excited you are for this movie.
3: Um, I'm pretty excited. The first one was really good. Yeah. And, uh, it made me happy to see a second one. I just want them to pull the trigger on this Smash Bros. cinematic universe. Nah. <laughs>
2: It's not happening. <laughs> let me tell you right now, it's not happening.
3: <laughs> I'm no- surprised Nintendo ain't seen a cease and desist already.
2: Well, it's Sega. Um,
3: oh yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right.
2: It's Sega, so that that's not good. Um, yeah. So I think. I yeah. Think
3: no, yeah be- no. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it though.
2: Uh, Lady Sketch, I'm not sure how you felt about the
5: movie. Oh uh, well, hold on. The Lady Sketch had to
2: just come back in. For a second, what's up? Oh, I was going to ask, uh, how did I'm not sure how you felt about the Sonic movie? How if did... you liked it or
5: not,
4: the, the first one with um, the only
5: one, yeah, I'm, well,
4: yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked
5: it.
1: Okay,
4: yeah, I like, you know what, I think I had low expectations from it, mm-hmm. uh, for it, and it was uh, better than I expected, so yeah, it was cool.
2: Gotcha, so yeah, I'm excited to see it. I know they played the Emerald Hill music in the trailer, so. Maybe we get some more remixes of the Sonic songs, and hopefully we get to see more of Sonic's world. That's all I'm expecting, but uh, yes, Uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel because you will get a review for it, a movie experience for that movie, but the next movie you'll be getting the movie experience from is the Justice League Snyder Cut. We got a 30-second or to a minute trailer of what to expect tomorrow when the trailer comes out. Well, in the time of this recording, uh, tomorrow when this trailer comes out, we had... A new look at um, gosh, what's his name? Dark side. He looks horrifying. I know, Mister A and E. You did a reaction to it. How did you feel about it? I
5: was, I felt great. It it looked it looked him and Steppenwolf look badass.
2: Yeah, yeah, they they look insane. I, I'm glad they edited Steppen, uh, Steppenwolf too because he he did look like a PS2 video game boss battle character.
5: Oh, oh, but I, I didn't mean to cut you up. I do want to uh put out there because there are people that are literal out there in this world. Uh, I appreciate Swag's great swag way, however, that is not the next movie experience coming up. Oh, I yeah, no, yes. Yeah. Oh, there's plenty other <laughs> movies <are> coming out. <laughs> week, I'm like, hold on, they told me Justice League was coming next week. Yeah, I'm like, hold on, no, we ain't say, say, next next week. Week. <laughs> Man, say next week, they say next week because out of all the movies that's coming out. That's the last one that's actually coming out that I have all scheduled for. Hmm. Because, I mean, the, the, the rest of February is loaded, then the beginning of March is loaded. And I'm just like, I every weekend, literally, it's like some kind of new blockbuster-style movie that is going to be reviewed, plus the remasters and stuff.
2: That's good, because it makes up for last year. We barely got any movies.
5: Yeah, and you know January, February is, is is known for the bad movie month, and um, they've been shocking me this month. They didn't shock you though
2: with uh, Outside the Wire. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I
4: heard that thing was horrible.
3: Oh, Lady Sketch, you saw it?
4: No, I didn't.
3: Oh, uh,
4: I've uh. seen people say like it was really bad. So I was like, that movie was terrible.
3: Good. That Little Things wasn't really that good either.
5: So, so, so you did see Q Flow?
3: Yeah, I watched it. I watched it. The the and I when did I see it? Like last week, maybe I don't know. But the day I seen it, you dropped the uh, the movie experience like right after I seen it.
2: Well, all I heard was Denzel was not that good. I was like, I don't need to see this at all. Then
5: <laughs> they that Denzel's not that good. He's not he's not a good plot.
4: Sound like yes. Denzel, being Denzel in a movie that's not so great. That's
3: what it... Is. Denzel, he gets a pass, though. He
2: got a he got the wrong script, man. It's, it's not his fault.
1: It's not his
3: you fault. You know what I mean? But, yeah, like, they... Oh, boy. That movie, it wasn't good. It kept my interest, though, but it, it was not good when I got... where I got to.
2: And well, what does look good is the rest of this um, Justice League stuff. And since Jared Lola was in The Little Things, he has been... Uh, we see a new cut of him as the Joker... And he looks so much better than what he did previously. So much better. He actually looks like the Joker this time around.
5: Or the crow. Or, you know, say or, Sting. Uh, I,
2: yeah, okay, now that y'all Jackie said it, i lo- <laughs> Now <laughs> that y'all said it, okay. That that hit different. <laughs> like Simmons. You, you know, y'all... Y'all don't miss. He do look like Sting. <laughs> uh, how do you like this look compared to the old one?
5: Who, who, who we asking? Oh, this is open. This is open. Oh, well, yeah. okay. I, I'm going to say this. Uh, uh, the I think the look is automatically better. I mm-hmm. mean, long hair Joker works better in cinema. Right. And, and they got rid of all the, you know, they got rid of hip-hop Joker. I was like... It was something that they tried, but I think that Jared Little is the kind of actor that, that can fit that Joker... Yeah, they can fit that Joker um, theme. Mm. I think he wasn't getting a fair shake, so hopefully... Because, first of all, I know the part not going to be that long in the first place. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, I didn't even know Joker, Joker was in Justice League in the first place, so I'm, I'm curious to be like, okay, but I think this is more Zack Snyder saying, look, I want you to actually be in a conversation... With them other iconic jokers,
1: mm-hmm.
5: okay? Because mm-hmm. Jared Leto, he was good in, in little things. He was creepy and weird. and Everything he was, it's just the, the script. The script wasn't good, right? Yeah, he reminded
3: me of uh, what you call it from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, the I mean, serial killer.
2: Oh, okay, gotcha. I was like, I'm like, I wasn't sure where you were going
5: with that. Uh, Charles Manson today. Charles Manson.
3: Yeah, he reminded me of him a little bit. Like, he just gave me Manson family vibes, and I'm like, ah, this dude is fresh from Spawn Ranch.
5: Is that yeah? Like, I don't want to be walking at night, day, midday, rainy day, cloudy day with this guy. So that's so hopefully with. with uh with that Joker, you know, he, he, can, he can bring some kind of craziness to it. Uh-huh. And I, I think I think it's good to give the guy a second chance. I'm not going to say, oh my God, he looks so much better. It's going to be epic. It, it probably won't be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because Jared look might still fuck this up. However, I am glad that he is getting another second chance because if it is good, that would be one of the great bounce back stories.
3: Oh
2: yeah. It will.
5: It somebody he failed as Joker to do being great as Joker. Mm-hmm.
2: I hope he gets his shine because I know they they did not give him enough in Suicide Squad which is I think that was the fault of the character well the fault of the director because Jared Leto did put a lot of time in the character and he showed a lot of promise but sadly we didn't get to see that. So I guess going in this direction is just going to you know bring a more fresh taste in people's mouth into what's to come for this version of the Joker. Uh, But yes, Next up on the list, The Best yes. Man. Oh. i sorry, anybody else have an open
5: opinion
3: or nothing like that? Good? No, no, right? no, that was, yeah, I was.
2: Yeah, I
5: thought everyone got it out. Uh, so, <clears throat> for
2: uh The Best Man is on board for Peacock's upcoming limited series, The Final Chapters. First of all, I forgot about Best Man up until now. I remember seeing uh, not- Best Man Holiday. No, see, I saw Best Man Holiday the same day I got my PS4. So, that's the only reason why I remember Best Man Holiday. Um, the series will follow up on a popular 1999 film in the 2013 sequel, Best Man Holiday, uh, with a character, um, Monica was succumbed to cancer. So we're going to be getting, uh, the back. Well, this, what's the f- next after this, uh, the universe will take them through their final chapters and the cast literally can't wait. It's been 14 years plus since they, um, since they all gotten together and stuff. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm. Like, how could I put, I'm indifferent about it. I'm like, I don't think we need this, but sure, I'll Here's watch it.
4: How old were you when The Best Man came
3: out? Six? Yes. I was about to say, I might have been like eight, maybe. I I saw The Best Man because
2: those were the two movies my family kept playing. It was uh, Best Man and Soul <laughs> Food. They just that continuously, was it was mm. continuously playing in my house. We did not watch Baby Boy.
4: <laughs> no, I'm playing again with y'all, baby. You know how BET love they say, spam baby."
2: Mm-hmm. Every single Sunday, that, those were the two films that were playing. I'm like, all right, I get it. <laughs> um, now, uh, late sketch, I'm. I, you probably have more ties to the series than anyone. Um, how do you feel about this?
4: I mean, I just like busting you balls because uh, I don't really, I can't say that I'm super excited for it either. I kind of feel like we. Kind of got it wrapped up in a bow when we had best man holiday.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, I
1: agree. So
4: it's not like um, it's not like it's super necessary. I'm not gonna say I wouldn't watch it because after March we'll have Peacock, so I might check it out.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, but it's not something I was like clamoring for. But that seems to be the theme with some of the things happening on this podcast uh, docket. So. <laughs> it's
2: like oh, well, all right. <laughs>
5: Uh, Mr. A and E, I'm ready for it. I, I I'm actually kind of excited for it. Okay. Because uh, I, me first, I'm just like, wow, man. You know, she she died, and then you know that's it. He ain't
4: cared about her. <laughs> <six days. laughs> yeah, I,
5: I'm sitting there like, yo, man, y'all gonna let Mars Chester hold this baby, and then you know, gonna give her her name at the end. I'm like, yo, when that camera rolled off, he didn't get it, but he didn't get back that baby. I want to know. I want to see the, I want to see how he's going to handle balancing being a professional football player. Is he going to retire? What is the depression that's going to come from the loss of his wife?
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. You know, I am saying,
5: especially as being a, a religious man like he is, uh-huh. is there going to be a loss of faith? I
4: mean, that could it, be it could, that could be. I am cool.
5: saying so. You know, because that's how I kind of want you know hereby like. Tate Tate Diggs got so he, he got some issues still you know what I'm saying and I mean him and Snaila that you know uh, are, are married now right in in yeah. holiday because because he proposed her at the end of the first one
4: what
5: that they don't mean nothing it's like but you know <laughs> it's, like, it's kind of if you want to if you wrap some things up because you know he's obviously going to you know be doing some dumb shit is Terrence Howard going to stop being a place he finally going to meet that one no. you know what I'm saying but what if that one is old no now? man so you know. It, it, it's, it's possible, because everybody now is getting older, and now since, I think and now, you have a chance to uh, fill in some of, the, some of the holes people may have, actually tell some previous stories, you never know, mm-hmm. and uh, just, just, to, just to fill every everything up for each character, to wrap it
4: all up. You know, you might be right. Maybe Terrence Howell will ride off into the light-skinned sunset. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and be happy, and like, will be... I... I let me say this. I'm always here for Black stories that don't revolve around trauma and like slavery and things like that. So if we can get a Black series, whether it's a limited series or not, that is just the story of these friends trying to cope with one of their friends dying and moving on with life after that. Cool. Um, Because I'm always here for that. Mm -hmm. It's just the best man i don't have a problem with the series either one of the movies was cool i just i want y'all to stop revitalizing this whenever y'all just see fit like you know what let's do a sequel 13 years later you know we gonna do let's, let's do a limited series uh like five or six years later like can we, what are we doing
5: can we uh, get some consistency you know but honestly honestly i think they probably was like okay let's try to make a third one but you know what you do it better by t- if it's gonna be the final chapter and so you can finally wrap everything up, get a good 10 part episode in. That's how picnics are doing that. Could be like a long continuous out movie. Well, there. I
4: mean, yeah. that could be cool. I, 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 again, I'm not opposed to it. I'm just saying it's not like I was just like, oh, I really want to see what happens with the best man after best man holiday.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm, I'm like, okay. now I hope they
3: clamoring for it.
2: I hope yeah. they don't, because um, I remember in Best Man Holiday, um, before she, before Monica passed away, she did say Morris Chestnut could find a new wife. I hope it's not a love story with him trying to find someone else.
5: I I mean, it, it may necessarily be that, like, the final episode. I was
4: thinking of where, thinking where
5: that. Whatever teasing, but like I said, but I think he has to go through, I think he's going to, his faith is going to be crushed. Mm-hmm. I don't know how his football career is going to go. Like, he mm-hmm. just lost his wife. And it's like, okay, yeah, you know, I'm in the healing phase, but you know, you gotta go... got all
4: these little kids.
5: And... Yeah, you got these kids, and you got to go through all the first. Right. The first Thanksgiving, the first Christmas, the first birthday, the first Valentine's Day, the first everything. Without that, her. Without her, that whole year, that all that stuff is going to be rushing back. It takes years to heal. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, or It t- t- takes heals to kind of like move on. You never forget, but you, you know, but you move on. And especially of how strong he was in his faith. Mm hmm.
4: Yo. Also, do we know how far, like, did it give any details? Do we know how far after this is, or is like immediately after the events of the
2: movie? That's what I'm trying to forget. It doesn't say. Okay. So uh, we'll figure out it is a 10-part um uh 10-part miniseries. Uh you'll be getting that on Peacock. It doesn't say the official date yet, but when we do, uh you guys will get that as soon as we're informed on that. Uh, <laughs> next. Ain't Jamama has been rebranded to Pearl Mining Company. Um, milling Company, I
4: think
2: it is. milling, Okay. Yeah, I, I, yep, that is milling. I totally read that wrong. Um, <laughs> this name is a nod to where Delicious Products... Almost
5: like his name not read it at I, all. I,
2: I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care about this. I'm going to tell you right off the bat. Uh, the name is a nod to where our Delicious Products began from... Uh, began before becoming a family favorite breakfast sample. Uh and that was a quote from the Pepsi company which owns Quaker Oaks. And while Angel Mama was branded was updated over the years in a manner intended to remove racial stereotypes, it has not progressed enough to appropriately reflect the dignity, respect, and warmth that we stand for today. Uh Mr A and E, I want to get your oh. opinion about this. Because you brought it you brought it to my attention, so I'm very curious <laughs> on what you think. <laughs> Okay.
5: It, nobody asked for this.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, but I'm glad it happened. Really? Because I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, the we have gotten used to racial stereotypes
4: mm-hmm.
5: or different things, or we're used to the way things are. We've become dissimilar. We've become dissimilar to s- 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 a lot of things.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And a lot of things need to change. And you know what made me think of this is when they were having a discussion about the national anthem on on Undisputed. Oh yeah,
4: because Mark Cuban said that they weren't
5: going to play it anymore. Yeah, and it's a, so I'll talk more about that on Balls and Hatch, but mm-hmm. what I'm saying is it was um, Skip Bales was talking about where, you know, I understand where you come from, they, they, they can't get that tradition out because, you know, it's been so long that every, every sporting event, everybody has to stand up and do this national anthem type of thing. And it's just like, but you know what? That song ain't been for really nobody, especially not uh, African-Americans or, you know, say any minority group in this country. So why do we have to do it? Because we're accustomed to it. So we're used to it. We are sitting out here fighting for racial equality still in 2021 and we, and we still, it's not the results that we need. We need some hard change. We need some hard things to put in focus and we need some hard laws to be passed. And I agree with that. And that should be the forefront, the number one thing that needs to be changed. And, but in the meantime, also that we have been desensitized too. They need to. They, they need to get rid of that also because that's still, even though we don't care about it, it still ain't right.
4: I, I'm still holding to the testament. I
5: agree with everything you're saying a thousand percent. Yeah. Still, though, nobody asked. I it. I agree. I agree. Nobody, nobody asks for it. Nobody will ask for it. But it, it's like when, when all these, when all these little things change, you know, over time, people's like, well, you know, why change? I mean, like, first of all, having Aunt Jemima... That from the Mistral shows and that Jim Crow era, that shouldn't even be on a box in the first place.
4: Well, technically, she was somebody like Me Mom. That wasn't, uh, <laughs> it wasn't like Mammy.
5: Are you serious? No. Okay.
4: Because it's been changed, it's been updated. This lady was okay. supposed to just look like somebody Me So
5: let's update from, you know, saying, uh, this Mistral this, this character to this Me it, it don't make, you know, it's I mean, like.
4: I, I'm, I'm I'm being like, I'm joking. Yeah. But I'm saying, I get it. It's just. Is is it
5: going? Is it going to stop me from buying a a oh, uh, uh, pancake mix like that? Fuck no. We don't even really
4: use Angel Jemima He's, like that. We use law cap.
5: No, we don't. I'm about to say
3: I them. got a bottle of Aunt Jemima in
5: the I mean, cabinet. Aunt
4: Jemima, but I only bought that because they was out of Log cap. Like, I'm, talk, I'm <laughs> talking. About, I'm talking about <laughs>
5: Oh, okay, oh, okay,
4: okay. oh, yeah, so talk about. You, you about to start you, but, okay, so this is, this is my thing, right? I understand what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying, that at this point, these things are so integrated into society. Like, there are several things around that have a uh, suspect origins that you would never think of unless you really go... And do your, uh, do your homework. Like I always tell the story of garden gnomes. If you don't know where garden gnomes came from, go Google it. Um there's something look that looks completely like innocent. innocent. And not it is not. So I get what you're saying. I just when this came out, like this originally was announced, it was just like, All right, it feels like this is lip service because somebody told y'all that it would be a good look to do this in response to everything that was happening. And they actually just followed through with it. Mm-hmm. And, I, like I said, I agree with what you're talking about. It's just like, bruh, okay. But, in high, like looking forward, like, in the future, our kids won't, like, Sage won't care. She'll, she'll look at it and just be like, it's another pancake mix and not Aunt Jemima and associate it with, like, going into the um, like another subject we're talking about was Judas and the Black Messiah mm-hmm. there's a part in the movie where they're clearly using that in a racist context like in Jemima Yeah. so that I mean I, I understand we're moving her and um, Uncle Ben's who caught the stray bullets <laughs> <laughs> he was just like we gonna get rid of him too he was like I ain't even do nothing I just been sitting over here with my rice like
3: <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ben and Zatarain
4: <laughs> Yo, okay, Xanaraz be doing so much. All right, Uncle Biz really do just be sitting on the box. Does Xanaraz man be in the commercial play in the trumpet role? Uh, <laughs> he he do sure does. <laughs> but I understand. I get what you're saying. It's just like, bruh, okay. That's kind of where I'm at with it.
5: I mean, it is, but it, so imagine if they didn't do it
4: we would still be going on what was going on. But
5: that's the, that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? Because like, First of all, like, cre- you know, cream of wheat is bad. You know what I'm saying? The man with it,
4: the it, head and the, it, uh, the chef hat?
5: You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's like, that's not a good look that we put on, on these boxes, but we are just so fucking used to this shit. It'd
4: be like, yeah. uh, what's that joke? I don't know if he, I used to watch Great Taste, but Patrick Cloud was like, yeah, that's why they only show Colonel Sanders' head, but if you zoom out, he had his arm around all the sleeves. Oh, sleeve. yeah, he
3: had his arm around all the sleeves. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> the the cream of wheat man, you zoom out. He probably got a a, a broom and he chucking and jiving. No, I'm joking, but serious. Probably man. is. I don't, like I, this is my thing. I don't. I can't say I don't know because all of these characters probably were spawned of the fact that black cooks. Um, and a lot of like from slavery on down. <clears throat> so I understand why that might be. Uh.
5: When it comes to changing these kind of Problematic. labels, when it comes to changing these kind of labels, let me ask you, Let me ask all of y'all a legit question. When it comes to changing these kind of labels, when is the best time to do it?
4: There really isn't one. Yeah, you're not again, <laughs> was gonna
5: say There isn't. I,
4: that's why I said I agree with you. There isn't yeah. really one. It's just when you do it, I think people will have. You wanna. You wanna get. People who are going to be like, so what? Or why are you doing it? You're going to get backlash or feedback regardless. Mm-hmm. It just when you do it as a reaction instead of like being proactive,
1: mm-hmm.
4: it just seems more shady. Um, somebody could have been said, uh, like, you know what? We should just take Andrew Morrow off the box. And they were just like, yeah. well, why? You know, you, you never know. But I don't know. We talked a lot. What y'all think?
2: I again, I'm I agree with everything you're saying. I'm just like, okay, that's <laughs> like, I'm still gonna get pancakes, still gonna get exactly. but, you know, I, I honestly can't, I don't feel anything towards it. It's it may be sad to say because I'm desensitized to it, but I honestly don't feel for it. And Mr. AD was completely right, it was we've grown accustomed to it, and at this point, it's like, mm-hmm. if you want to change the name, sure, change
5: the name. Man, it's like I'm not gonna be out there protest. Protest about this, man. Change it back. Uh, no, don't think. Uh, yeah, yeah you. right. I yeah. Know,
4: Wait. And, the
2: wasn't it them that came out and said, "Oh yeah, by the way, uh, Angel Mama represents this." Yeah,
4: because so, at first, like, and that was that was the part that was just like, "All it was right, like bro, No, y'all no y'all was
5: one asked it. for it. <laughs> like
4: we we y'all didn't. Just, we weren't do even questioning. Right.
5: Uh, <laughs> hey, but like when we was talking about, you gotta have a little grace with some people unfortunately they desensitize too mm-hmm.
4: I don't know that's my thing yeah. if, I don't know if it's like desensitized I guess that would be the right word if it's not something that directly impacts you what do you care anyway it,
5: it, exactly. right. If, if, right. If, if, if it's something that is like okay this, this truly it doesn't impact me and like I said we all we care about is just make sure the world goes spinning and we as human beings want to care about if we survive
1: Mm
5: -hmm. It's a natural human uh, thing. But it takes time to think about, like, you know what? Sometimes we gotta inform people when something this shit is just wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know in 10 years, by the time our kids grow up or by the time Swag and Q-Flow have kids, they may not be playing national anthems at the beginning of games anymore.
4: Because, let's be honest, y'all. Another thing that a lot of folks don't realize in the first place the national anthem was not always played at the beginning of sporting events this is not something that is, they've been doing since the dawn of time and the national anthem has been around since American football was established as well as basketball they did not always do this this was originated because they were trying to get the recruitment up and quote unquote patriotism up for the for the armed forces the, the armed forces and the NFL have a contract uh-huh. And that is the reason why they play the national anthem at the beginning of games. It's not because it's just it's such the American way that we have to do it. That's that's why. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it has to, um, like it's something that we can't play the sport if we don't play it, kind of
5: thing. But you, but we got used to
4: it. But now, but say now it's become a part of the whole like ceremony. I mean, things evolve and change over time. So, I, again, I can't say that I disagree with it. Um, it's just at this point, it's like, are you still going to buy the pancake mix or no? Does, <laughs> does it still taste <laughs> the same? That's, that's what I, you know, and I'm sure there will be people who will be like, man, it's just different because it's not Aunt Jemima on the box anymore. Is it still... Um, the same ingredients and you know natural flavorings. Oh
5: my God! I wish I could just 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 make two sets of pancakes and be like, try one. And I <laughs> bet you they say the same thing without knowing because somebody somebody gonna complain. Yeah. Man, they, they, took, they, 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 took they took the took, butter out of it. They
4: took Ed's it, mama out. It, it, <laughs> it's not going to be the like,
5: butter. Butter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, It's not going to be the same as Readers and Rocco's. Like there's literally no difference. It's just a name change. Right. No,
4: it, well, readers and Rocko's was different.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not going to be like no. <laughs> them. That those were like okay. There's something wrong. <laughs> and for those who don't know, it's uh, water ice and
1: oh, water uh, ice.
2: Apparently, part of the world don't even know what water. Well, part of the country don't even know what water ice is. So uh, water ice is a j- just come just come northeast. Just kind of Philly. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah, like water. Water ice is. It's,
4: it's, apparently, I didn't realize until I left here, it's not a thing everywhere, but there was one random summer where Rita's is like a, you know, it's a franchise now. Mm-hmm. It was one random summer where they decided they was going to be Rocco's, and everybody went to rock? It was like, is this still Rita's? It was like, and they yeah! Was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, sure! We can call it that, but they had totally different flavors. It actually did taste different last year. And then the next summer they were, uh, it was Bacteritas. I don't know. I don't know what that was
2: about. It's like they veganized uh, water ice. Like, they trying to gentrify water <laughs> yeah, ice. Yeah. Like, what, what, did you, what did you do? But, uh, yeah. Actually, Mr. Andy, you actually brought up some great points I didn't even think of firsthand. So, thank you for that. q uh, qflow you didn't really say anything. I'm as sure if you hadn't. Um... <laughs> I, I didn't. No, I, come on, man.
1: I,
3: I, I, I don't... Uh... I got a bottle of Aunt Jemima in the jaw right now. Like, I just had waffles. Like, I don't. Yo,
1: he literally did just have
3: waffles. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even know. I I honestly didn't. Even, this was, like, in in one ear out the other, like, Harriet Tubman being on the 20. I forgot all about it
5: until y'all mentioned it. Like, they still to y'all niggas are catching all y'all checks in 20s.
4: And that, listen, <laughs> and that, that's another thing. I, we had this discussion, and I was just like, yo. But here's the fuck that. If they take that crazy
5: ass Andrew Jackson out there and put Harry it on there, I'm going to be right at this Negro right here, even though it means it's like, this do not mean what we want. We want reparations, but exactly. that 20 bill is going to be framed like a Chinese store. That's why I was like, okay.
4: hey, we asked reparations. They was like, but what about a black lady on the money? <laughs> okay.
5: First
1: of all, <laughs> that's let's that's keep that's it
4: all the way real paper money is losing steam. I mean, like, obviously not losing steam, really. In this time where people are more hesitant about using paper money and we apparently have a coin shortage because people aren't using money. Bruh, what? Like, okay. Just, let's move on to the next thing. Okay.
2: uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, but, like I said, Miss Annie, thank you for that. Um, I didn't realize that was a big issue. So, thank you for opening our eyes to that. Now, let's talk about Gina Carano. I, I hope I'm saying her name right.
4: <laughs> I mean, honestly, yep. it doesn't matter, but yes.
2: Yeah. That's her anyway, her dumbass got fired from Lucasfilms for talking too much. If you work at Hollywood, just, just sometimes you just don't need to say anything. You no. don't need to say, just stop talking. That's all you had to do. She what?
3: was... Just, just just do what y'all tell Kaepernick. Shut up and do your job. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Oh,
4: yeah. What we... well, they tell LeBron, shut up and dribble?
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She was going on talking about uh, transphobic people aren't people. And there, there was a list of stuff she was saying. It was almost on oh, the... Was on the... It,
4: oh, was J- was K- it was J.K. Rowling you... times 10. <laughs> She was talking yeah. about Jews. Oh, I am going to get to that, yeah. People <laughs> going off. Like, her anti-Semitic ass can go. Then
2: Disney approached her and said, hey, we see what you've been posting on social media. Can you just calm it down for us? We we don't want all that. She said no. And then goes on Twitter and says, being a Republican is like being a Jew. I'm like, first of all, no. <laughs> no. No. <Ma'am. laughs> And Disney was like, you know what? Fire her. We we did we did less for Roseanne, so just just fire her at this point. So she is fired from Lucas Films. Um, Lucas statement is like, um, her social media post was uh, degenerate. Uh, gosh, I am reading degrading about degrading people based on their cultural and religious identities. It's abhorrent and and unacceptable. You know what's crazy? She had a spinoff coming too. You were a character that was already established and people were excited for in two seasons of a show about to get your own spinoff, but you had to screw it up because you don't want to shut up.
4: Look, I don't feel bad for her at all. She I don't can either. go over in the trash. She already got, we ain't got another job with some other folks who have ridiculous beliefs just as much as she does. No, no,
3: no, 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 no. We are not going to do it like that. They tried to punch it out like it was powerful. She got fired. And look, y'all, she got a movie coming out with Ben Shapiro. Who cares? Yeah, he
4: like, told us really? when, the, when came out that his, his wife don't know what satisfaction is. Yeah, I'm good.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> he just eating sand over there. Like, bro, get out of here. But she also, got, she also got dropped from her agency as well. So, she she probably, she was making more sense when she was getting punched in the head as a career.
4: I just, you know, this is my, my thing. At this point, I have heard from folks who have said, oh, cancel culture is stupid. And, you know, you got to grant folks some grace. And I hear that if this is something you did 10, 12 years ago and you have since changed, like you have actually shown change, Mm -hmm. in 2021, if you are fanning the flames of hate in a time where we just went through four years of people experiencing heightened hate crimes and all kinds of extra shit, because we all know stuff never disappeared, Mm -hmm. but some people were emboldened, fine. But if you, in this day and age, feel like, I'm going to keep, I'm going to just say reckless shit about anybody, you got to be ready to face whatever the backlash is. A lot of folks always, but we can say whatever we want. That's what the first minute is. Freedom of speech does not mean freedom of consequences. And I don't think that people seem to understand what that means. You can say what you want. You can walk up to me. Freedom of speech means you can walk up to me and call you Call me the n-word that does not mean that you're going to be free of me punching you in your mouth like i don't mm-hmm. understand like i don't i don't understand why people don't they don't get that i it's it's and i don't think she cares that's the problem at so at all. she can go ahead i mean look, look everybody is entitled to their opinion everybody has one like an asshole. however you cannot say hateful things Targeted at specific groups or um religions and be like, oh well, that's just what I believe, and that's alright. All I'm sure you work on set with at least one person who is Jewish. You may work on set with someone who is trans and not and not care at all.
2: Yeah, you, you, you uh. took the words right out of my mouth. I, I can't really add on to what you just said. Uh Mr. Any
5: Well, you know, the the fucking funny thing is they gave her a chance. They mm-hmm. they,
2: did. they
5: did. Like I said, yeah.
2: they fired Roseanne for less, so it was <laughs> like, <look. laughs> yeah, they were just like, we're sick of your shit
4: anyway. You can yeah, go. Yeah,
2: they had the button ready for
5: Roseanne. It was like, hit it, <laughs> go. They 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 gave her a chance, and they just said, look, I I I chill. Okay, look, because it's, it's kind of like the job to strike one at the Kind of thing. No, I don't feel sorry for her that she she, uh, she lost a job. I mean, she wouldn't feel sorry for me but I lost my job. I don't but know. I mean, a lot of people um, lost their job during the pandemic. But yeah, I
4: say, bro, storm front head ass. Yeah,
5: <laughs> that's what you <she> <laughs> But uh, you know, those um, this is th- this has grown into like it is a it, it is really crazy what's going on out in this world now. It is a little bit different. And the world has not changed, but you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It is different out here, because especially when it comes to these people, this, this Republican Party. And I want to say right now, Trump fucked up a lot of people.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And this is it, it, this is the moral that they allowed it, it. Everybody's thinking that everybody's attacking the Republicans. Are ta- like, first of all... They
4: wanna be, everybody want to be oppressed so bad.
5: Everybody wants to be a victim of their own story. Ugh. And, uh, and, and I, I, I'm at the point where I'm just like...
4: You um,
5: even got saves to stress, right? Yeah. See? Yeah. See, going on. Like, and, 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 I, and I'm sitting here to myself like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't understand <laughs> that that kind of about the jew stuff like that. I was just like, this is this is complete ludicrous because I want people to to just uh, take a moment, just take a moment, and I want you because it's exhausting trying to tell people, teaching people about themselves or they're wrong. I just want them to think like how would you react if a democrat said it mm-hmm. if you have the same answer in your head that you will be absolutely a-okay with a democrat doing the same thing go ahead be be about your shit that's how i had to learn how to deal with it. I was somebody who grew up with a lot of anger problems so you take just take this the the minute because if, if you call yourself not selfish you feel as though that it, it, that there's no free speech so if this democrat was able to come up and say how you want black person any person anybody that you hate was able to come up and say the things that you're saying and let me know if you such as I would ask her if I'm like a Disney set I would ask her hey how would you feel if Carl Weather said all this stuff like
2: fire him
5: immediately <laughs> If Carl Weathers said, if, if we took your name off the tweets and put Carl Weathers on there and just said that we just changed Republicans to Democrats, you know, what if I'm not saying Carl was a Democrat, I don't know that guy, so I'm saying, but just, just hypothetically speaking, how would you feel? How would you react? And if they say, well, you know what, I wouldn't care, I'd be agreeing with them, really, would you? But fine, if you want to convince yourself that, that, that you're going to do that, well, then. Go on about your day. But if you feel as though that you would castrate, cast uh, you know, just just, just, throw, just throw this man out for dead say so he needs to be fired and he it's an unhealthy work environment, then you then you already know what the problem is. These people know what the problem is. They're not stupid. I keep saying that. People are not stupid. It's all about one thing. This is a fear of losing power. One thing the United States is getting. Is less white and less Christian every day, and when the power starts to shift, they get sloppy, they get paranoid, they get scared. That's what happens. As and that's the thing that happens. She, she, she out there. Look, come on. Why are you creating drama about a mask? But yet, if you if you in the hospital, and and, and the amount of, the amount of credit. Or good health care, you probably got being a celebrity stuff like that. And you want to go to these doctors who got to wear these masks all day? What's your excuse? There is none. You turn you turn mask, you turn Black Lives Matter, you have turned uh a- a- anything that has gone on, uh, th- this virus into something political and it's not. And you just want to say all this stuff, you want to talk all this stuff that you want to, and yeah, she should. Me personally, she'd been fired a long time ago. Should have been fired a long time ago, but here's the here's the other uncomfortable truth: these companies out here, they play favoritism because, like anybody else does. And if she's a big star, that's going to you know that they have big plans for, especially with as as successful as The Mandalorian is, they're going to do their best to make sure, like, okay, we're going to keep giving change. She should have been fired a long time ago.
4: I'm sorry, I just came back in the room. When did this start happening?
5: It started happening. Was it? doing when the man lawyer she was playing. And was a little that? before yeah. that,
2: Bacon. they yeah, they were uh trying to cuz I remember they had a uh poster. They were uh I think it was like a Comic-Con type poster and they had her. Mm-hmm. the artist that uh was commissioned for it. He was told erase her out and put Ahsoka instead because she's about, she's on her way out.
5: So it was like, hey, yeah. <laughs> yep. well, But I'm saying, yeah, but th- this is this is this has been happening, you know, and I'm like, I understand you know, so that's how companies are gonna play it. They, they don't want nothing to fuck with their money. That's how it is.
4: I mean, look, that's uh, a perfect example. Your bull, Velvetine Dream, and WWE. How many folks done been let go and fired for less? And I mean still just in the back on the couch waiting for shit to blow over. Yeah
3: i ain't gonna lie i forgot about velveteen green that's
4: the
5: point that's what they want you to do yeah <laughs> like, that's exactly what the, exactly what they want you to do and they, they kept giving her a chase like this you gotta let, you gotta let this let this calm down she to not it calm down she should have been she should have been let go so she she's gone is it going to affect the man lawyer am i gonna cry i'm not gonna you know not, not see her anymore no i wasn't
2: watching
4: no. myself they I just should, want her out of here because she trash. I'm pretty sure they're <laughs> gonna
2: recast her. Just act like in fact, they should recast her as Serena Williams. I don't care. I'm gonna wake up and choose violence. Ooh. I want the world to burn.
3: Stupid. Oh man. I really don't care at this point. Oh now we talking. Alright.
1: <laughs> I want I'm to I'm so I <laughs> them to get so mad.
3: While we at it, just give us all black cast.
4: <laughs> God, I, I didn't read what she was, uh, what she put up here. It's crazy. I, I don't what want
2: to repeat a good, good amount of it uh,
4: just in case you do find it. Hey, we might hey, get
2: hey, reported. Yeah, hey, right? you. So it, it's it's wild. It's wild.
4: Oh, God. she out of pocket, bro.
2: Uh, and it's crazy because <laughs> most of her cast, um, most of her colleagues in the show is uh, POC. Got Sasha Banks. We got Pedro. Listen, this is like, we got Carl Weathers. It's like you, we've been working. Your, work. your, it like we been all the time. Like
4: we've been working. We do it all the time. Saying, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Right. Like, like, exactly.
2: Is, I'm like dog.
4: don't. You really? You work there's
2: It's it's inconsiderate. Completely inconsiderate to them. But
4: I just I can't believe this. Like this whole thing. Like I we're going to turn this into we being persecuted for for our political views when you're literally spewing hate what does that have to do with your political party
2: oh man let me see if I can find that tweet she uh, tweeted that day because I retweeted oh, I it and it. I was cracking when she
4: compared uh, them to Nazis
2: no 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 it was something else it, it was uh gosh let me see if I can find it because I retweeted it I was like oh man comedy just writes itself sometimes it just writes itself oh my god why can
3: oh I, I know what you're talking about why can't oh. I find it I know what you were talking about.
2: Why no, is... can't. I find it.
4: They uh, probably deleted the it from everywhere.
2: Oh, no. It was a screenshot. Oh. Yo, I cannot. Okay. I know exactly. It's, it's in my... Um... It, it got to be in my photos still. Because I'm just reading now. Okay, here it is. She said, when it comes out of a bully's mouth, what comes out of a bully's mouth says more of how they feel inside than who they are bullying. Really? Man really what? it just
4: writes itself like the context that you okay all right like she must be a No, she wrote she was just like history is edited and I'm like yes this history is sorry <laughs> My two, you yes John history is written by the winners Mm-mm. what like bro, and that's what that is what the big problem is now that people get to see what's happening in real time and not how it's written in a textbook or some article or whatever the case is. That was just, I can't remember what I was watching. That was just like telling the stories of how textbooks were constructed and they were supported by, um, I want to say is the daughters of of the civil war, the revolutionary war. One of them, they were big backers of the textbook printers. And that's the reason why textbooks are skewed the way they are. What do you mean? You, you mean to tell me people who are were fervent supporters of the losers of the Civil War got to write the uh, got to write textbooks, and but history is edited. What, ma'am? Like, right. and and I have to amend that quote. History can't, you can't... I can't even <clears throat> say it's written by the winners when the people who didn't even win still get to write shit. hmm I'm sorry. Nope. I didn't mean it. Just, just no, it,
1: it's,
2: it's... Honestly, it's... I mean, really. it, it was it, It's not smart what she said. But, yeah, like I said, I, they're gonna recast her. I have no doubt mm-hmm. in my mind they're gonna recast her. If not, she is dying the first episode of season three
4: maybe they right will kill her the, right.
2: right off the like, bat they're not even going to give an introduction you just see an explosion yeah she was in the building Ah, oh, we lost her alright we gotta move on
4: yeah I feel like it might be like a two and a half minute situation where Charlie Sheen had pissed the creator off so bad that he was just like no no I'm not <laughs> you. I'm going to murder you <laughs> and then to make matters worse they're going to replace you with Ashton Kutcher like it, I'm telling you it, it's going, it's probably going to be like that
2: yeah, I like I said, get Serena Williams to play. <laughs> I would be a okay. I would be a okay. Matter of fact, no, what, get Gabby since they're kicking her out the uh, gymnastics team and all that because she can't. She's doing moves that the other gymnastics can't. That's Simone
4: Biles. That that was that was.
3: Awesome. Yeah, that's not Gabby Douglas. That's, oh, that's Gabby? Simone Biles. My no, bad. Simone Biles.
2: My bad. That's Simone. <laughs> <laughs>
4: They, they was just like we can't score this we have no way to score your greatness so um ten? The... <laughs> what is... okay it's the same thing that happened with the it was a black girl who used to be an ice skater and they they um she did some some move that i think was deemed like illegal because nobody could do it so they gave her a low score and um she was upset about it how
2: do you deem a movie illegal because you can't do it <laughs> just imagine the same
4: way you, um, you write textbooks in your favor.
1: Yeah. yeah
2: right. mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> well, that's not all uh, All the cast of The Mandalorian is not down bad because uh, Pedro Pascal, I, I, I just wanted to make sure I get his name right, he is mm-hmm. now in, uh, the cast of The Last of Us show that's coming to HBO, along with Bella Ramsey, which is from, uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, Pedro Pascal is going to be playing uh, Joel, whereas uh, Bella will be playing Ellie. And at this at this point in time, Pedro is going to, is like single dad of media because he has played <laughs> The Mandalorian. He played that uh film with the the uh, what's it called, Sharkboy and Live Girl sequel. He played He's, a
3: Wonder Woman. He's a Wonder Woman. Oh, oh. yeah, no, Wonder he. Woman.
2: Did
5: he play
2: in the Sharkboy and Live
5: Girl sequel? I
3: didn't. Yeah, know. Uh, yeah, We Could
2: Netflix. Be Heroes. It's on Netflix. I was like, what. <laughs> So yeah, he he's just the single dad of the century. Because everybody getting him the cast. Uh and you know what's crazy? The person that was in talks originally for uh the role of Joel was uh Maharshala Ali. Yeah. Hmm. Which that would have been extremely powerful if they picked him.
3: That would have broke the internet. It would have broke Badly. the internet. Yeah,
2: it would have broke the internet. But I wouldn't have been surprised. I was like, this is gonna be in, especially with the character, the depth of the that Joel has. It's gonna be insane, especially with Maharsala pulling them off. I hope Pascal Oh uh, gosh, uh yeah, no no no, uh Pascal could pull it off because his acting chops are okay. He's pretty bland as the Mandalorian, but I expect that from a Mandalorian. Um, I didn't see Wonder Woman yet. And we could be heroes was okay. It wasn't nothing. It was though.
4: a mess in, in Wonder Woman. Not like his acting, but like the character itself was a mess.
2: Oh yeah, I I, yeah. I, heard, I heard too many bad things about Wonder Woman. Uh, I'm getting
4: all the work though. I mean, yeah. You love this.
2: yeah. So it is it's just I'm glad he's getting all the work that he is getting. So looking
4: busy. So
3: let me ask you something, Swag. Does the casting for that role make sense?
2: I, like I said, I don't. I I gotta see more of his acting chops. I gotta see him in a, like a gritty role to really be like, okay.
3: But but do. but it's not it's not questionable. Oh it's no, not, no,
2: yeah, it's not like
3: it's, oh, no. it's not like you know Kevin Hart as a serious character for the Borderlands movie, right?
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you got some pent up anger. What's okay, like, <laughs> tell okay, me how he he you really feel.
3: <laughs> ah, this movie's going down the shitter. They got Kevin Hart as Roland on the in the Borderlands film and I'm like Roland's a serious character as goofy as that game is he's one of the more serious characters y'all you know, okay, get Kevin heart
4: M- I'm not he'll, seeing maybe this he'll film. make a change <coughs> I think that's, the, that's where the direction he's trying to go in um because no if movie, you he... I'm sorry the the movie he had with um Brian Cranson yeah I forgot what that's called i forgot too. Uh,
2: but I, know
3: more,
4: the, french,
2: re- I know what
3: you're the talking movie, about the the french yeah. the french the french adaptation joint Y'all know what you're talking about
4: so i think that that's the like that's where he's trying to go the upside that's what it was called yeah and if, you see, you, know, if you see
3: if you see what roland if you see what roland looks like kevin hart's voice doesn't even fit you
4: i mean listen i don't know the, the game so i it's a game right
3: yeah, I, I haven't
4: played the game. I feel like, I feel like, ooh, Black mom right now. Um, the, I don't, I, I can't dispute anything because I don't know the game like that, but I think that he's trying to go in the more serious direction and, you know, not abandon the comedy stuff, but he's trying to carve a niche for himself in dramatic roles because we all know you have a certain lifespan in comedy. And especially after the reception of his last stand up. Yeah, I, I heard I it don't was know bad. How much longer that's gonna be? So,
3: well, um, this movie's going down the shitter because that that just it just does does that doesn't make sense. Mm.
2: Look, I I do have hope for uh, the last of us show. I if if I had to pick off the strength of anyone to pick uh to play Joel and Ellie, just get Hugh Jackman and the little girl that played X twenty three, and. That, I would have been like, okay, you're good.
3: Yeah, that could have worked.
2: Okay, that I mean, could That Logan was kind of the Last of Us if you really look at them parallel. Um, yeah. So I would have been like, yeah, I'm cool with that. Um, it's, it's not an official date when they're going to start filming, uh, so we'll see what happens uh, with that show. I, I'm, I'm excited for it. I guess I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Tell us how you feel yeah I, I mean it's like i mean after the the last of us two burnt me out so i just like all right give us a show they're gonna my... make a
3: show of a year
2: y- you know what i really yeah <laughs> knowing that there's
3: some they're gonna shit all over the show and make it a show of a year yeah
2: oh god i didn't even think of that um disney is shutting down blue sky studios uh, for those of you who don't know, Blue Sky Studios—that was a Fox uh, branch that made Ice Age, the um, the recent movie with Will Smith. What is it called? The uh, Spies uh, in the uh, Sky. Yeah. Spies in the Sky. So uh, Disney is shutting that studio down uh, because of the pandemic and everything that's going on. They're losing a lot of money. And one of the sad things about it is that uh, there was a movie called Nimona that was dated for January 14, 2022. and it stopped. It has—they uh, already they canceled the film. And it's, the sad thing about it, there was 10 months more in production before they were finished this movie. So there was a great amount of money lost. Uh, however, the co-workers, that, uh, the employees that did work there, they're going to be transferred to Pixar. So I'm actually okay with them pumping out more Pixar movies. They
3: still got a job. That's good. Yeah,
2: they well, thank still you
4: got for a job. Because the first question was, what is that? And then the question is, well, what happened to the people? <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, let me just run it down real quick. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm down for more Pixar movies. Um, they are going to do more Ice Age. Uh, they are, are going to do more uh, stuff in the Ice Age property. So I, sure not. It's, I mean, yeah, they they already announced really? it. So. You
4: said they're going to do more for sure? Yeah. Okay. I, cause now now let me let me stop you there. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things in this podcast, it's like who asked for this?
2: Yeah. I say it should have been done like at the at the fourth one. At the <laughs> third one.
3: The second one.
4: Yeah, we, we was good at the second one. Like I okay. Oh sorry, I was
3: drinking water. Um
2: now, wait, is Despicable Me? I'm part of that, or no? That's illumination. no, that's, I, illumination. The, that's illumination. Illumination. That's Sony. So, yeah, I was, I'm, I was hoping that was canceled. I hate those minions.
4: Why do you hate Despicable Me so bad? No, I hate the minions. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, I mean, but they like the whole thing, ain't it? Ain't that like the whole like I mean, what they revolve around?
3: Yeah. Nah. Uh,
2: with Despicable no. Me, yeah, they come from Despicable
3: Me, and then the minions. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought she was asking us that what the movies were about? Oh, yeah.
4: No, you know I know they're not the whole thing, but you know it's kind
2: of a large part, I guess, right? Right, right. Now, uh, some of the movies that were with uh, Blue Sky Studios was Rio and Rio Two, which actually I heard the birds, uh, the the birds they were based off of, actually are extinct now, just recently. Oh. so that's sad.
4: Oh yes, I did see that. Oh
3: man, um, that sucks. Uh, Doctor
2: yeah. Doctor Seuss Horton Here's a who was made by a uh, Blue Sky. Uh Fer- Fernandan, that was a John Cena m-
3: movie. Yeah, John Cena was the bull.
2: Yeah,
4: I-, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I was just like the bull who, and I was like, yeah. wait, not Philly. No,
2: yeah, he was.
3: Up. Yeah, he was an ox. Yeah,
2: that, okay, that's right. He was an you. ox. He was an ox. Thank you. Um, and then for the-
4: those who are confused, like yeah.
2: me, <laughs> and then the two movies the I Warcraft actually. The two movies I actually like from the studio was Robots and the Peanuts movie. Uh they made you like movie. robots? Yeah, I robots I is good. I didn't
3: I didn't know you like robots. Yeah,
2: robots was actually pretty good. It was it was better than I thought. And uh the Peanuts movie was great. I love the Peanuts movie. Um so it's sad to see that studio go, but I'm glad that everyone has work. Uh, Mr. Any, you were pretty quiet. I'm not sure if you had an opinion about it. No. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> oh god, I'm sorry. All right, uh, moving on to the next topic, we have uh, yeah, let's talk about Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel 2, we have a new villain that is uh put onto this role now, uh, Zaw Ashton. I'm probably mispronouncing her name if anyone knows it. Zaw
3: that's that's that's
2: that's that's a w. Z a w e,
3: Zaw. Zaw Ashton. Ashton, she looks familiar. Yeah,
2: she looks familiar. I never seen any of the films that she was in though. Uh, she was in...
4: in. This the girl real name. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's the. This is the. Uh, this is her real name. Oh, I'm sorry. That was my bad. But yes, that's her real name. Um, she played. In... She's in. She played in uh, Velvet Buzz Buzzsaw. <laughs> Um, she was in a comedy called Fresh Meat, uh, Greta, Nocturnal Animals. I, again, I don't know any of these <laughs> films that she was yeah, in. Yeah, yeah,
3: the only thing I'm okay. familiar with is Handmaid's Tale, but I never watched it.
4: Yeah, as I, I say, like, I've never watched Handmaid's Tale. Mm. Uh, I heard of
3: Wonderlust, too, but I never, I never watched
5: it.
4: Let me just look her up. Maybe I, you know, Faces. Faces. Right.
5: She was to talk about the British uh, the,
4: the, oh, so she's from the UK.
5: The, the Black Panther, yeah, London. That's
4: probably why we don't know who she is. She's she's probably done a lot more work over there.
2: Right, right, most likely.
4: Now, um, I'm
2: actually uh glad she got the role, and I'm more happy that we have a, like a strong female cast for this second mm-hmm. movie. We have um Brie Larson, of course, we have Monica that we are loving on Wandavision. We have uh, the new upcoming uh, Miss Marvel coming into this film as well, and then uh, Zaw's going to be playing the villain of this movie. The only two villains.
3: Does it say who she's playing?
2: No, there's not announced. I was going to say there's only two speculations because I actually had to research who, what Captain Marvel villains were. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, one named Moonstone is a former psychologist who like uh, who like Carol uh, has superpowers. Mm-hmm. Were coming in contact mm-hmm. with Kree technology. And then uh Deathbird, who was associated by the X Men, uh, and started out as a Captain Marvel enemy. Those are the only two villains I, I can think of.
4: I wanna know if Monica's going um going deck Captain Marvel when she see her next. I hope so. A, I
2: hope so. Like just like Thanos like. I want I want the white privilege smacked out of her.
5: So I just
4: feel like
5: it's gonna break her hand. Listen,
4: she might but see we we don't know. Stay, you know, um well, I don't want to spoil WandaVision. Let me be quiet.
2: Oh, spoiler okay. we all seen it
4: yeah i, I don't know people who watch and seen it okay fine so they was talking about how she is changing like on a molecular level yeah and if she keeps going in and out in and out in and out maybe she will uh like something will happen to her i don't yeah, know that's
3: what well, I'm she gonna get it. her powers
4: you know yeah So maybe she will be able to, but she seemed real perturbed every time somebody say her name, like, like (laughs) Like she really was like keep this bitch name
1: out
4: Out your mouth. Like she would really be upset. So I don't know. I've never heard of this girl. It looks like she does more theater acting. Um, Does it say who she's playing?
2: No, she she just playing the villain. Is she still
5: with Tom Hiddleston?
2: I I just Googled her, and I've seen a lot of pictures with Tom Hiddleston. It's his girlfriend. That's his girlfriend?
5: I don't know how long ago Oh, look at
2: you. Look at nepotism. I I, didn't know he had
4: Jungle Fever. (laughs) Look
2: at nepotism. I didn't know
5: he had
4: Jungle Fever. All right, Tom. (laughs) I mean, listen, the last person I heard he was with was Taylor Swift, so go off, bro.
2: Oh, yeah, go off. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, since we don't know too much information about her, I don't know if anyone else had anything else to say about her.
5: No, I mean, can like I said, Captain, Captain Marvel 2 or their brand of movies, I need trailers of substance.
4: They ain't got really nowhere to go but up from here, so...
5: Yeah. Or oh, they can go, they, go further down. They can,
1: but... No, no,
4: I, when they, when I, I'm not saying it's the worst Marvel movie, but as far as, like, this is the, the, um, the template you laid out. You know, y'all could be... You could be like the Fujis, where their first album was just like, Who asked for this? And then the second one was just like, This is a classic. Right. Or you could be like most people who have the sophomore jigs. It'd be like, The first move. The first album was all right. The second one was worse. You know, it could be like that. Look, I'm sorry, guys. I relate everything to uh, music. That's where I feel most It's <laughs> all good. It's all but, good. Uh, okay.
2: This movie is going to get a B minimum because it has Monica in it. That's all I. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> all right and real quick uh Edgar Wright has reconnected with Marvel Studios uh he said he emailed Kevin Feige that he said to, uh he said that to Empire he said he emailed Kevin Feige which was just the first time he does and first time he did in six years and Kevin was very happy to reach out to him and they've been in talks since um does this mean he working on a Marvel movie maybe now, if you don't know who Edgar Wright, his style of directing is very good. Um, Scott Pilgrim, he worked on Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, one of my favorite movies, and Baby Driver, he worked on. I'm not sure if there's a movie. Baby hey, Driver got... was great. I'm oh, not... he did Baby Driver. I yeah.
4: heard that was a really good movie.
2: Yeah, the direction was great. Like every single gunshot and every single action beat was along with the music, so it it didn't sound cluttered, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's a very uh, interesting director. I'm not sure if there's a property that you think he should work on. Uh, Mr. Andy, I'll start with you.
5: If, so, the question again, please.
2: Uh, if there's a certain Marvel pro- <laughs> is is there a certain Marvel property you think he should uh, work on?
5: If he does get hired. If, if he does get hired, oh lord, I, I don't want to say Fantastic Four.
2: I was going to say that first, too. I'm not even going to lie. I'm
5: going to it will be better than Tim's story, I'll tell you that.
3: But,
1: yeah. Uh,
5: Oh, y'all didn't hear who else wanted to do
3: a Marvel movie, huh? Who? Yeah, I did. I did.
4: <laughs> I,
1: let,
2: let's say that after. Because <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I got to know now. <laughs> I got to know now. Okay.
5: Uh. Uh, yeah, but what it, what, it, uh, that, I mean, the Eternals is already taken, so, but yeah. I can probably see Fantasy Four with with the way that uh, his his style of directing, especially, I, I'm comparing it to the Baby Driver, not, not Scott Pilgrim.
2: Right, right, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I agree as well. Uh, if they were going like a quote-unquote Scott Pilgrim route, I would even say Young Avengers.
5: You know That's a good one, too. I didn't think about Young Avengers.
2: You know, keeping another... I,
5: I, I, I Young Avengers could, could have that, that crash course kind of directing that he right. that he's good at doing.
2: Exactly, exactly. He brings a very, very fresh style uh, to his directing. Um, Lady Sketch, I'm not sure if you had an opinion about it or... No. Mm-hmm. Okay. And flo the rookie, not sure if you had one, nah, but since we're on you, who said... I say right
5: <laughs> yeah.
2: who said they wanted to be a part of the marvel universe? Yeah.
3: good old Spike Lee,
2: oh God, okay, we going to, run to <laughs> what? the next topic. <laughs> let's hurry up and run to the next topic.
5: Mike Lee said that hey, if the, if they call an opportunity to possess you'd love to do a Marvel movie. He's not really only
1: cool. that, not like, only that, but he,
3: hold on, not only that, he low key burnt the bridge. I always thought DC sucked. I want it's all about Marvel.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happened?
3: He said, I always thought DC sucked and it's all about Marvel.
4: Okay. That's right,
5: because he's from New York. That's why. I
4: mean, to be honest, like, that's not a that's not like a hot take. There are plenty of folks who'd be like, "Fuck one or the other." So,
5: I would say, what?
4: but he's just trying to find shit to do. he just be like, "All right, cool." So Spike I got Lee,
5: an Oscar. Go, I Lee. Go to the bottom of the barrel. He's, and trying, trying, to
4: find... he's trying to weasel his way into black Panther in too with Ryan Coogler.
5: I hope not. But I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just know what saying. hope that I'm take like I, I like I I don't know. I, I I get to see Spike Lee going to the barrel. Like I want to find a black superhero that y'all didn't even know was black. I'm gonna call <laughs> my name. And then I'm gonna sit here I am gonna educate y'all and, I want y'all then... to
4: know about this unsung hero in exactly. Marvel. And
5: I'm gonna tell you how it ties at the end of the movie with the capital riots Yo, Somebody's gonna
4: so... yell somebody's gonna yell something in the end credits We just want you to know that that's
5: gonna be the cutscene, yeah. the cut scene, the, uh, the end You it's... know what? I just
4: thought
5: of it. I'm telling y'all right now, I don't know.
4: Spike Lee gonna do x excellent. <laughs> <laughs> <Why?
5: laughs> no, no, no. I ain't wanna give
3: him that. Sheesh <laughs> No, X.
2: Yo, honestly, that would be hot. That would be hot. And Denzel you know will know definitely what? be playing. I, 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 <laughs> Denzel definitely playing
4: bet, Because people are, are somehow just now finding out that, like, the traits of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X are, like, connected to Professor X and Magneto. And I could see it.
2: It was like, is the sky blue? Like, dang. <laughs> how long did it take y'all to figure that
5: out? And Then we have a little information piece at the end about how this shit was true. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, Spike. Yes, So it will if, be. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> if, if anything, and they present to right, like,
4: uh, a, I could definitely see that. And watch it, Magneto would be uh, Denzel... And Professor X would be like Delroy Lindo or something like that, <laughs> just because it's Spike Lee.
5: Gene Carlos Spazito. Gene
4: Carlos Posito is gonna be in there somewhere. Anyway, he gonna be somebody.
5: Not not Charlemagne and Joe Button. And then Please. so and then he he'll ask her if I get how intense
4: Charlemagne and Joe Button. No, I'm
5: sorry. how intense can I make the Magneto scene at the beginning? Like I said, can Disney bring in the clan? <laughs> <laughs> Can I, have, can I have like Carson, Can I have his daddy swinging from a rope? You know i like,
4: how intense no. can I do? Like, so can we just do Rosewood? Can we just do Rosewood in the beginning yeah. scene? Like the whole movie? I was about
3: to say we gonna mess around and get a Ving Rhames juggernaut or something. Oh
2: man, now, that, now, yeah. now I want to see this because I was gonna say Kevin is be like, uh, here's Misty Knight. Do what you want with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: like yeah. just no, do what you Spike
5: want yo, with it you Give know. me the X-Men and trust me Because you know Spike Lee say a thing in long sentences So i would say, yeah it will say 48 X-Men brought to you by 40 acres and a mule
4: <laughs> It'll be like Wolverine pulling the uh, the, the mule now Like, uh, oh. <laughs> Listen um, We love Spike Lee over here It's all fun and games even. I'm not gonna lie. I'm...
2: I want to see this now. Shut
4: up, yo! <laughs> I want to see this. <laughs> oh god. Woof. Oh man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I we just went off. So, I, I, like,
5: I know he gonna just be like, you know, the Black Panther party had mutants. Did you know that? Yo, and I'm just what, like, what's uh, other email?
2: Because I got, I'm gonna send him this portion of the podcast. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm gonna send him this portion of the podcast. I'm like, yo, we got a million dollar idea here. <laughs> you gotta take it. This this you got to do this! Movie. Oh my
5: goodness, I don't, I don't know the world ready for that. I
4: don't think they are. I don't think, I don't think Marvel's I don't ready for that.
5: <laughs> yeah, Marvel Mar- Mar- <laughs> right there talking about, "So you know what? I got. I did care. If I could, let's go and take the scene to the middle passage. They
4: just, and just, they just like, go ahead. <laughs> and Ryan in the back of the room shaking his head
5: like exactly? You know what? The slaves you talked off the ships, but they were mules. Oh my god. You no, know what you know,
4: that's what's gonna happen. It'd be like they're going through the middle passage, and we'll just slay like, like the chain start rattling, and then the whole boat it's... flip over some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And they just
5: they, no, listen. they're like torpedoes swimming. Like <laughs> I
1: feel so horrible because none of this is funny. No,
2: no, this is hilarious. <laughs> if I ever see this in action, I'm cracking up in the theater. <laughs> I'm I'm laughing so hard. And, and, like, and like I feel like Michael B. Jordan kill will come out and be like damn, I ain't know
5: it was like this.
4: this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, <Ooh>. my bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is not. That's not right. I feel horrible. Uh, but, uh, oh god.
5: Oh yeah, I'm just saying. Oh yeah, oh, he gonna take liberties Ooh. and they about this. Let's wheel you back in. I'm just saying because uh, <laughs> that, he gonna trust people that that music. He would like Spike Lee was purposely. Had these mutants like go back and you know like do some shit that we know that should not be done, <laughs> and, and, and he'll do that.
1: Like, uh, let's is all that kill thing?
5: the clan. Like uh, right, like, look, y'all just tease what Pyro can do to the police. Let me show y'all what do <laughs>
4: are <you>? gonna <laughs> to... have. American skin, uh, uh. X Men edition. Like, all right, come now, come on now. Uh. I, I I'm sorry. It. We went way. You know, it's we cool, turned it's, the corner. down the, the
5: street. pocket. Every mutant gonna be bulletproof. And they, it, they, excuse my word, but it's gonna be like Luke Cage. I don't think they're ready for bulletproof niggas shit.
3: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god!
2: I want this to happen so bad. <laughs> it's
1: like, it's I want this to happen true. so bad right
2: now. <laughs> Oh my god. Um before we get to that, um Q the <laughs> Rookie, uh we got a transmission uh coming in from the year 2077. Uh Oh. Okay. Yeah, we 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 done
5: all the we'll there's uh, a phone baby there.
3: All right. Uh so here we go with the cyberpunk update. Um still glitchy as hell. But I've I've taken advantage of one of the glitches. Apparently there's this duplicate there's this a uh, duplicate glitch and I've been able to just like make double like not even doubles. I've just been able to just make duplicates of like important parts that I needed. So now like I don't I don't learn how to craft weapons up to legendary gear and I mean legendary tier and all that. And then uh I've done I've done more of the side missions and this game is a lot better than than the first time I sold it. Like this game is way better. Like
1: I done crucified somebody. I'm like, what
5: the heck? But, to, but to, anytime somebody says this is the best time, this game is way better than the first time I sold it. That's a lot. I about to say, damn, it was bad.
3: <laughs> yeah, because no, because the first time, the first time I was just saying like, you know, it's it's full of bugs and all that, but it's you know, fundamentally, it's a good game. So, you know, it's still full of bugs, but it's just like the side, mi- like there's a ton of side missions I didn't do on my first playthrough, and I did it with this second one, and I'm so glad I did. Like I said, like, there's a mission, dude, you have to crucify somebody. I'm like, what the heck? What
4: is happening here now?
3: It, 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 that's what you I, because he was like, it? yeah, because he's a prisoner who got right with the Lord and thought he was the second coming, and he wanted to be crucified for national television.
2: This sounds like something in 2020.
3: I'm, man. But um, so yeah, there's that. Um, there's like uh deeper stories within um like with people you meet. Like I didn't found uh like there's a bartender you meet way early in the game. Then you learn her backstory. You find out she's actually she had a uh she's trans. And her husband was killed during these races, so she had us doing all these street races just to get revenge on somebody. I'm like, damn, she ain't even want to win the championship. I wanted to win the championship. We was killing it the qualifying rounds. So, and then um, I did a I, so there's there's more than six endings to this to this game. I found out. I thought it was six. I remember Swag telling me there's six. There's more than six because people were telling me like yeah, yeah. Because there's some where you find your dad, homie, and there's an ending with him. I think there's a secret. There's a secret ending with Keanu Reeves. Um, where you have to get like his, you have to get his like there's. I don't want to get all into, the, into all that, but like you have to get his uh like his status level past seventy percent and the way you do that is just you know when you're doing missions and you got him inside you know you got him talking to you or whatever you just uh you know you you kind of agree more with Silverhand ways than your own and then I heard yeah so there's a secret mission i mean a secret ending with that but i did get a so my third ending i ended up in space it was like space uh it was a it was a hospital in space and basically they were they were just trying to get me mad enough to give away my uh soul so so they can take my body and do whatever with it or or you die I didn't you know I chose or you can go home and die I chose go home and die cuz y'all not finna take over my body like fuck you corporation niggas negroes uh so, <laughs> my bad and, uh,
1: <laughs> it, it, it,
3: but um but yeah, so I got it. So so that was the third. That was the third ending I did. The other two were just normal endings. Like you know, one of them was just because at the end you get two choices. You you either you leave or you let uh Keanu Reeves take over your body. So I did one of each with my first playthrough. So now I gotta go back and I got like two more to do, and that's that's gonna be fun. But yeah, the like the side missions, the glitches like my characters wow op now like wow op and uh you know there's more stuff in there that i learned like you got smart weapons and smart weapons you're basically wanted like off of uh creed's favorite james mcavoy movie wanted you uh <laughs> you shooting you're shooting around corners and stuff with these smart guns but the way you had but like at first i couldn't do it and i remember uh I remember the missus was watching me play. She's like, why aren't you aiming at these people? And I'm like, well, it's a smart gun. So it's supposed to go around the corner, but it wasn't going around the corner. And I didn't realize it because there was pieces I was missing. So now I got those pieces and I'm shooting around the corner. They hide behind cars. I'm, I'm aiming, I'm aiming the gun up. The bullets are going down and around. Like that's how crazy it is. So yeah, man, (sighs) I still say wait till they fix these bugs unless you're on PC. If y'all on PC, y'all got the greatest version of this game because y'all got all the mods and all the patches. But if you if you on console like me, just just wait. just be, or Unless you want to deal with the glitches and stuff, I say just wait. But yeah, man. That... I actually did Go
2: one review. Um, I forget her name. Um, but she was talking about it. She said she had a better experience on the PS5 uh, than she did on the uh, PC. Really? Yeah, she said she ran into no bugs on the PS5.
3: Hey, which was all power to her. Yeah, which was shocking. But I was just saying, I mean, but PC they they got all the mods, like they got all the mods too. Not just you know all the mods that fix the games, but like mods like uh you know barbershop mod. Cause why the hell not? This big open world, and there's no way you could change your hairstyle. Why not? You know. And then they got you know they just got stuff so, you know so they got cool mods like that but most of their mods is to fix the game and it's it it the what I've been watching the game is like a thousand percent playable even though you know I'm I'm probably gonna restart do a whole nother playthrough when I finish this one again but um yeah man it's um this this second playthrough I'm doing I'm having way much more fun than what I did the first time
2: well, I'm glad you're having fun because TG Project Red is not. Uh we I'm going to go over their recent Ooh. tweet. They said, "Yesterday we discovered we had become a victim of a targeted cyber attack due to which some of our internal systems has been compromised. And an I, un, an unidentified actor gained unauthorized access to our internal network collecting certain data belonging belonging to CG Project Red Capital Group and left ransom note." Could, Left a ransom note, the content of which will be released to the public. Although some devices on our network have been encrypted, our backups remain intact. We have already secured our IT interface and begun restoring the data. We will not give in demands or negotiate with the actor, being aware that this may eventually lead to the release of compromised data. We are taking necessary steps uh, and migrate to the consequences of such a release. And particularly by approaching any parties that may be affected due to the breach, we are still investigating the incident. However, at this time, we can confirm that, to our best knowledge, the compromised systems did not certain did not contain any personal data of our players or users of our systems. We have already approached re- relevant authorities, including law enforcement and the president of personal data protection office, as well as IT forensics specialists. And will closely cooperate with them in order to fully investigate this incident. They got hacked.
4: So wait, and wait, wait,
2: wait. I, I'm I'm gonna read the ransom note.
4: <laughs> did they say an actor did
2: this? Yeah, they 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 um I think because it's um it's not it's not American, so they consider them actors. But I'm gonna read the ransom note and it it's it's literally a notepad like read me. It says, hello CG Product Red. You have been pawned. I- I'm ex- I'm reading exactly how it says. We have been do du- we have dumped full copies of your source codes from pre-force servers of Cyberpunk 2077, The Witcher 3, Gwent, oh, oh. and the unreleased version of The Witcher 3. You have also been we have also duped all your documents relating to accountant, administration, legal, HR, investor relations, and more. Also, we have encrypted all hmm. your servers. But we understand that you most likely will have those recovered in backups. If we have, if we will not come to an agreement, then your sources will be sold, leaked online, and your documents will be sent to to our contacts. In gaming journalism, your public image will go down the shitter, and even more people will see how shitty your company functions. Investors will lose trust in your company and your stocks will dive even lower. You have
5: 48
2: hours to contact us.
5: Signed a penguin.
1: I, yeah, honestly?
4: Uh, no, honestly <laughs> this is the same thing as um. this is not abnormal right now. It's a whole lot of ransomware going around.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, uh, where people take they attack um the system and be like, pay us this money. Or Will we're not going to unlock it? Like in this case, they have things to leak. A lot of times, what they do is they go after corporations that need, like, they go after their infrastructure and they're just like, if you don't unlock, if you don't pay us, we're not going to unlock your stuff. And they're asking for like hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases. They've done it to hospitals, they've done it to cities. Like, I think they did it to the, uh, the city of Philadelphia not as long ago. Um, where some stuff was messed up and people's paychecks weren't right. It was a whole thing. But, I mean, this don't sound like these people are sophisticated um, (laughs) in what they're doing.
2: Right. Um, They're not sophisticated, but they're definitely successful because Mm -hmm. the auction has been closed. And uh, whoever purchased it. Oh, yeah, they sold it. Yeah, they sold it for $7 million. And it was in a black market. So we don't know who bought it. It could be mm-hmm. a competing somebody. Girl.
3: Somebody's like, "What you think?" Uh CD Projekt Red just bought their shit back.
2: Probably, <laughs> and in all honesty, probably that would make the most sense out of all of that. But it, it's just like, imagine being cyberbully to the point where it, it, you guys are like, "This is insane!" Just because a game wasn't good, mm-hmm. it's like I, I, and. I still feel joyful bliss because me and Mr. A&E made a podcast to him and saying, yeah, we're not really excited about the games, and we were getting slaughtered in the comments. It's good. Really? Look look at them now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Look at y'all now. Y'all can't even get a complete game. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, hey... I don't know what it's. I like.
5: easy at night. Like... Yeah, yeah, right. You know, can't be me.
2: <laughs> I, I, took
1: oh,
3: on, I took that on. the chin for y'all, man.
2: Yeah, I was like, yo, Q was excited for it. I was like, yo, this looks cool. And then I saw more game. By. I was like, oh, this looks average. I'll just wait till. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, I'll just wait till it, you know, later. Got trashed on. it. I was like, all right, you know what? Cool. Just, just let it go. Just let it go. Yeah, I did.
5: To
1: play
2: <laughs> I did exactly <laughs> what I did about the whole Wanda is the Strongest Avengers thing. I just waited it out. It's like, I you know, I ain't going to worry about it. It's going to work itself out. And then it did. So, yeah. Now, uh, that was the last of the gaming. Let's get into Judas and the Black Messiah spoiler talk.
3: You, we forgot one thing about uh in the TV section. I we, forgot to bring it up.
2: We, we did?
3: Yeah. Well, it wasn't in the outline, though. But...
4: Yeah. Not saying well, um, the- okay.
3: Yeah, my fault, but uh we're getting a Mr. Mrs. Smith TV series.
2: Yeah, I the only reason I didn't mention that because it's like nothing came up for it. Only thing I knew I is, is only uh Donald Glover is gonna be in it.
3: Um Yeah, if I say that's shit, that's your guy. Yeah,
2: I, I I I was trying to look for information, it just said it's gonna be an Oh, so is gonna Prime. be a black couple? No. It's an interracial. <laughs> oh And I was like, hey, Charles Gambino posting on this story for the first time in, like, ages. Mr. and Mrs. Smith coming, Amazon Studios. I was like, oh. I mean, uh, yeah, no, Amazon. It's going to be on Amazon. It's going to be on Amazon. Yeah, it wasn't really much information to go off. So I was like, I didn't feel like we should have, like, a 10-minute conversation on that. But, um, yeah. But thank you for that. Uh, On to the Judas and the Black Messiah. I'm going to run to the restroom. uh, If you want to take it away, Mr. A&E
5: okay sure so uh hbo max and theaters just february 12th released judas and the black messiah and uh me and my wife and checked it out i did a sport i did a spoiler free review on that which i mean if you're treating the story of fred hampton it really ain't no spoilers really Mm -hmm. but for those who don't know and just watch a regular movie review and be educated i have a non-spoiler review right now on uh you know, the channel, so you guys can check that out as well. But this time, I wanted to get more into in-depth and have a more of an in-depth conversation about it. Hugh Flo, you said you have not yet seen this movie yet, have you?
3: Nope, but you usually do well spoiling without spoiling, so.
5: Well, I mean, this is spoiler review, so if you're cool with that.
3: No, that's what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. You're usually, you're you're pretty good at spoiling it, but not really spoiling it.
5: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, so, like she like was saying, these are historical events, so obviously... It's this not thing.
4: like it's anything that you probably
5: never heard before. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, watch the movie. Phenomenal movie. I gave the movie a complete nergasm. It was
4: great.
5: Uh, A-plus. I, I enjoyed it. So, so far, because I know the year ain't out yet, but it's in my top for 2021 so far. And I hope that it does get the recognition that it deserves, mm-hmm. especially with Dayton A. Kalu portraying uh, Fred Hampton and Lakeith Stanfield portraying the role of uh, William O'Neill or Bill O'Neill, whatever you know, whichever way you want to mm-hmm. uh, go with it. Very complex story. And, I, and to the point where me and her watched it, it was like, yo, got to sleep on this. You know, a little bit. And I'm telling you right now, these um, freedom pieces, as I like, I like to call them, or these movies about the struggle, they're going to they're going to upset you.
4: They're
5: hard, they're hard to watch. They they are they are hard to watch because we are dealing with so much of this identical shit today. Mm-hmm. It, you know it's kind of hard you know to to uh, shake that. It, it'd be different. If you're watching a movie about black struggle. And you're like, man, who? I'm glad we're not like that no more. And I was like, no, nah, mm-hmm. we uh we still here. You know what I'm saying? You know, we sit here, we we just turn a different page. Maybe the page looks a little bit more cleaner, but it really isn't. So uh got got him into that and uh I was sitting there uh and I was sitting there looking like, okay, because me and my wife was having a conversation about LaKeith Stanfield playing, you know, William O'Neill. Right. And uh, I was sitting there saying, like, look. When you go in there, you're on a map, especially knowing the the man in the myth, the revolutionary Q-Flow, is going to go in this movie, and the first thing you're going to do is hate William Mm O'Neill. Because he said, no matter how you put it, no matter how you slice it, he set up Fred Hampton. Mm -hmm. And got got him killed. That's all on him. But you look... what, what, What Shaka King did in this movie is he... He didn't make everybody flawless but well. there's there's so much that goes into these people to the point where it's like, you I don't want to say you feel sorry for William O'Neill because you you really shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But then there's also a part of you that's been like, man, the system fucked this man up. He, he yeah. I think the
4: director uh, did a decent job making everyone multifaceted.
5: That okay, that's the words I'm looking for.
4: Um where he did not shy away from all the things that were going on like within the party the party had great things about it was established um, <coughs> as a, like protection and to um, you know uplift the race but the it became a, a, they started to become a problem for the government because they had like anti-police rhetoric And then they also um, were becoming too powerful in the sense of how you can unite. If you unite folks, they can overthrow the problem. Like what's the common denominator that is the problem for all of us? And they know if you give people together, that's how it's been since the beginning of the time. You keep people oppressed. You keep people down, and you keep people disenfranchised because if they all decide to say, you know what? Why are we all underneath somebody's thumb? And if we push up far, far enough or hard enough, ain't no thumb. So it's kind of just like, I think he did a good job. In the time, especially in the time that was given, mm. illustrating it, everybody.
5: Because this movie was takes place in like what, a year or two.
4: It's about a year. I'm pretty sure it starts oh. in '69.
5: It. Well, when the movie first started, it started '68.
4: It started '68. Started so, okay. '68. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, about a year and some change. Um, mm. and I will say this just about the movie overall. I think it was shot well. I think it was paced well. Because you know, especially with like historical pieces, in any context, it can get boring. Where Uh if you're trying to go so like so deep in, and you're trying to have all these intimate like and intricate details, it can be like, all right, this is dragging. But I will say this: the thing that I was most concerned about with it being like. I'm gonna say Judas. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Keith uh-huh. Stansfield as William O'Neill being the focal point. I was concerned about that because I was just like, please don't make this a story about him. And we lose uh Brett Hampton in the background, kind of thing. But uh-huh. he was more of a plot driver because those empty spaces where like is it it comes in when you first introduced to him, we're in like a, a one of the Panthers education, recruitment type. Um, meetings and it's like if you had a bunch if the movie was just that
1: uh-huh.
4: because Fred Hampton oh, the thing about him was he was charismatic he was a great speaker he had the ability to like get people on his side uh-huh. and if you just had that yes it could turn into one of those historical pieces where it gets preachy
5: it's spiky don't yeah <laughs> Yeah. or
4: where you'll be like it's lagging kind of thing mm-hmm. so in I feel like in those like those pockets where it's like we've established what's going on with the party right now we've established what's going on with um, for some reason I'm going to keep saying Huey Newton because he's talking about the blame here um Fred Hampton
1: mm-hmm.
4: now we're going to shift and show you all the stuff that's going on with Huey two um
2: uh, can so, I interject in that? Uh, on. Okay. uh I 100% agree with everything you just said. Um, a lot of period pieces do have those boring fill-ins and some of them do feel preachy, where in this movie I felt so captivated with um, the performance from uh, Daniel Kaluuya that I never mm-hmm. felt like I've never felt like he was losing me whatsoever. And those, uh, I was worried about the same thing with Lakeith Stanfield being like, this being called Judas and the Black Messiah and not the Black Messiah and Judas. I thought this was going to put more at the forefront on Lakeith Stanfield's character rather than Fred Hampton. But I feel like we got more Fred Hampton than Lakeith Stanfield.
5: I I, I honestly felt it was kind of easy. And I, I, I thought, I thought it, it was balanced out right. right. And I think they need to do that because I remember... I actually, after I seen the the trailer last year when I reacted to it, Mm -hmm. I went and binged the whole Eyes on the Prize series. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling y'all, if y'all need to watch, if y'all have not seen a good documentary about every single aspect of the civil rights movement, you should go check out Eyes on the Prize. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Eyes on the Prize 1 is on DVD, Mm -hmm. Eyes on the Prize 2, you had to look up on YouTube.
1: Mm Right.
5: So, but I, I, sat there and I binge watched the whole thing. And uh I was I was like, oh yeah, I remember you know I, I see the way on the interview, which it's amazing how much they had like keep saying if it looked like him yeah, in the beginning. He Look, really in, in, like in the beginning, which you missed. They he's doing the interview.
4: That's all a part uh, a little piece of it him in the grace
5: too. Yeah. Uh uh yeah he he's do he's doing the interview uh as uh William O'Neill and I and you know like I guess say it's a it's a, it's a tragic story mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. Also, because it, it, it's like, man, you know, look how the FBI was just picking up these young black kids that was getting themselves in trouble. And it's kind of like, you know, forcing them against their will to do shit like this. Mm-hmm. But would you not agree with that?
4: I agree with the sentiment of that. Mm. In this case, it's just like, he was a career petty criminal. Yeah. Yes. They forced him to do things he probably would not have done. He probably just been going on about his life. My issue with this is, uh-huh. at least in the movie, like, in the because I we don't know what the conversations are because William O'Neal's dead. Yeah. And the FBI agent, I don't know if he's still alive or not. I don't think he is. Uh-huh. So we don't know what these conversations were. But if it went uh-huh. down like it was in the movie, it was like, you could just take accountability for your actions or you could have this man murdered. And he chose to.
5: Well, no, oh, oh, oh. now in the movie, it wasn't that, you know, Hey, I put you to jail for stealing that car. He, he told him that he was going out him out to the Panthers about being an informant. before
4: we got there before we got yeah. to the, that part where he was just like look bro I don't know if I still want to do this and he was like or you could just go to jail before we got to the I'm going to tell them that you're an informant look what they did because but remember he didn't even realize at first that um Q if you don't mm. want to hear this part you might want to no
5: that's
1: cool oh, I'm
4: sorry
5: but, no 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 go ahead go ahead he like, it's cool. because as he was saying for me <laughs>
4: Okay. I'm no, sorry. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So there's a part in the movie where they have a panther who's on the run because um another panther was killed for being a rat. Right? What they but they find out, like the FBI agent finds out, the one the guy who was killed was not a rat. He was like collateral damage. The person who killed him was an FBI informant. So it was just like, again. Now, when we get to that point, that's when I'm just like, now this is some bullshit. Because it's like, we got you in here. We want information, right. and people people are informants all the time. Uh. Okay, um, so I I understand that aspect of it. When you start, uh, you already manipulating these people, and then you start manipulating. You're doing you're you're moving the chess pieces. Mm-mm. Then I I, I I I feel what you're saying. It's just to a certain extent, I'm never gonna just be like, well, I'm not gonna completely be like it's all they fault. At any point, one, you'd have been in jail. He can out you all you want, but you're going you... to
5: jail. Look, first of all, it's like but see, okay, it's 1968 and you're 19 years old.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: All right. He had the line in the movie. He said, "Why did you try to impersonate an a, a federal agent?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "Because a badge is scarier than a gun."
1: Mm-hmm.
5: That's how we feel today. The badge is scarier than the gun. I
2: did like that line.
5: I did mm-hmm. like that line too. And then so it's it just like you know, Jesse Plum was trying to try to really understand where he was coming from, and. He feels the, he's already bleeding profusely from the forehead, Tripping mm-hmm. on the floor. Does that man make it to jail?
4: Oh no, I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking yeah. about when he said, "I'm gonna out you to the Panthers." If you look what they did to the rat, yeah, last time he doesn't know that. He doesn't know that the rat is not the guy. Who A- died.
5: Ex- uh, exactly. So,
4: and that's when I'm just like, now this is when they've stacked the deck against you, regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, and it's no, it's nothing you can do to get out of this. It's just, honestly, mm. I will say, because I, I didn't get my, I guess, overall yeah thoughts of the movie. I was afraid that it was going to take a left turn and it was going to end up being a whole thing about, like, Dan Kalua would be uh, an afterthought.
5: Uh-huh.
4: Because, like, me, personally, I've always had this fascination with uh, the Panthers. Mm-hmm. I, When I was young, we had, like, a Black history calendar in the house. And I found out that they were founded on my birthday in the year 1966, which is the year my dad was born.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And I was just like, hmm. And for some, that piqued my interest. So I learned about the story of Fred Hampton, I want to say back in middle school high school and i delved more into it in college so when i saw this movie coming out like on the like the grand stage because there are documentaries and things like that but i was just like now this is a chance for somebody to really tell this story especially in a time when you're looking at something that can very closely mirror or parallel a case that was very big last year Tell me that the case of Breonna Taylor and the case of uh, Fred Hampton don't have similarities.
1: They do. They do.
4: It's, I mean, obviously. I, it was a rhetorical question. Y'all. Mm. I'm not... <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no,
2: yeah. I was just a man. Like, <laughs> okay. That was me agreeing. So,
4: it was just like, of course, she was not a political figurehead or anything like that. Um, or somebody who was a, a threat to the power structure, but the idea that you could be sleeping in your bed and somebody could bust up in your house, shoot it up, and then change the narrative, where have we seen that before? So it's just like, I really hope they do this right. And I think they did. I, I think they did it was a delicate balance because I was concerned about that. And I was also concerned when I saw it from jump is the family involved in the movie. Cause I hate watching biopics where they either don't take the family, uh, the family into consideration or go to them. And when they say, no, they just go ahead with it anyway, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, and then once, so once I found out that Mama Okua and Frank Hampton Jr. Were consulted for the film. I was just like, okay, I'll I will go see it. I don't think that they will allow a film to be made where he's an afterthought. And i I think that was right. They were they did a good job. The casting was great. I was also a little hesitant about Daniel Kaluuya, but I think he did a good job.
2: He was phenomenal.
4: Um, from yeah. From the footage that I've seen of Fred Hampton, the things that I've read about Fred, I think he did a phenomenal job. Um, Dominique Fishback, I think, is the sleeper star in this movie.
2: She was really good.
4: Okay. And I only say that because she does not have as much notoriety as LaKeith Stanfield or Daniel Kaluuya. But she gave a very subtle... Yet emotionally charged performance.
2: Right. Yeah. It, it. Yeah. That's what I noticed too. It was very subtle, but still powerful.
5: I'm gonna throw one at y'all because I did probably be a popular opinion. You you called Dolly Fishback the uh, the uh the underrated star. You said mm-hmm.
4: I, I just said the sleeper star. Superstar. Like I don't think people expected as much from her.
5: I thought Jesse Plymouth was that.
2: I also agree. He gave me that. Like I don't know what's with like these um civil rights movies. And they pick someone with such a punchable face to be racist because <laughs> yeah. Topher
5: Grace no, no, really no,
2: had no. it. And this guy, I was like, oh my god, there's just so many openings.
5: But there's a difference between Jesse Plemons and, and Will Power. Oh,
4: you are talking about? Uh, oh, I wasn't going. I, was I, 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 I wasn't going
2: to comment on Detroit yet because I still haven't seen it.
5: So oh, yeah, no. it was like, but what what, what what I'm saying from his character, all, off the back, the movie does good at okay, pinpoint, this is who you should like, this mm-hmm. is who you shouldn't like. like. Mm-hmm. But then there's parts in the movie it almost, I say it completely, Almost I can guess that. Because... Huh? Go ahead, I don't want to cut you off. Because in his mind, at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. he feels as though, I'm doing my job, I'm doing what's right, because I worked on the civil rights case back in '64 with Goodman, Sworn, and Cheney, And I'm doing this, and the Black Panthers have not shown anything different than what the Klan does.
2: Right.
5: In his mind, he feels as though that I I feel I'm doing the right thing. Then as the movie goes on, it turns into a more sadistic, slimy uh motive opposed to where he's at in the beginning of the movie. Right. I actually can't, especially when Hoover came to him with that ultimatum. Well not, I can't say ultimatum, but when he when, when he told him Strongly
4: implied.
5: Strongly implied, it basically said, Look, how would you feel about, you know, say your daughter dating a Negro? Or bring her home a Negro. Mm-hmm. Because that's what's gonna happen if we keep this guy around. And you could it's it, it the the way he was acting, he he the, the way it was acted. I'm not saying I don't know what this FBI guy as a real life, mm-hmm. but I'm saying but uh he looked truly torn because he's like, "What do I say?
4: Do you say right.
5: Because depending on what I can say, because it's like what goes on now. Your job is st- is at stake. Uh, you know, so everything you feel is going to come crumbling around you, and supposed to, He's like, I I know how crazy Hoover is, and I'm now I'm experiencing it. Now I'm in this 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 bond I I can't break out of. What do I do? Right.
4: I was gonna say I I feel you on the. We're establishing. Here is where we're establishing. These are the good guys. Mm. These are the bad. Or this is who you should be rooting for. This is who you should be mm. rooting against. This movie slowly moves people into the gray area. There and you
2: that, go. That's okay. what. Yeah. And I remember least least guys mentioned that a little bit earlier. uh Not everyone is flawless in this movie
5: because and that's
2: what I liked about it.
5: Fred Hampton has some points. Where he's hypocritical. Right. Exactly. In the movie. Yep. You because he says a part in the movie where he's just like I don't write my speeches I'm just talking
1: mm-hmm.
5: in the speeches he gets amped up mm-hmm.
1: that's, that's what happens mm-hmm.
5: so in the speeches he, he say kill the pigs mm-hmm. but then when you know like he said he brings brings the C4, C4 he like well he, kill the pigs right yeah, Make that's not what I'm saying and he, like, like, he said yo what you talk, what are you doing
2: like you like. You said that verbatim. You said no The way that
4: he looked at him, the way they both looked at him, like, are you crazy? Like, right. He said, I got and, to see folk.
5: And honestly, I watched, there's a great, if anybody wants to learn more about the Black Panthers, there's a great Panther documentary that came up from American Experience on PBS. Mm-hmm. And American Experience is known to do great documentaries, such as Eyes on the Prize. So, I watched that documentary and they interviewed Different panthers from different chapters. Mm-hmm. There was that where it's just like they knew that there are certain panthers in these organizations that are just stone funk crazy. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. you have that in a lot of organizations
5: like it, that. Is is that it's、t- to the point? Where it's just like yo, they're taking this and they're making it to something that we didn't envision. We for
4: didn't
5: intend. Intend it it to see because you know. People are going to follow the lead. Like I said, now I'm not going to take any, any leadership qualities away from Fred Hampton at all. Mm-hmm. And like the whole Rainbow Coalition thing, it was something I just found out to like when I watched the movie. I didn't mm-hmm. know anything about the Rainbow Coalition mm-hmm. other than here, just Jackson say, and I don't care about this Jackson.
4: That don't have nothing to do with it. Fred Hampton
5: did it first. Exactly. So and then I'm just like, wait, this man just went up into the meetings.
4: He surely did. With
5: the Confederate flag waving in the back and said, yo. You stuck under the same. That's just basically somebody uh, with a Black Lives Matter shirt going to go one of these meetings, talk about some Look, y'all know we're yeah, under the same. Huh? We're under the same, on the same thing, right? They, they, they go to the Hispanics and y'all bring our people together. Shit.
4: But that's why. <laughs> but see, it. I don't even think. Here's, here's the The FBI, yes, they would be concerned if there were mass murders of cops happening in Chicago. Like they were just taking out whole precinct types of things or districts. Then the FBI would care. The FBI did not care until it was just like, you know,
5: in the documentary, they did care because the Black Panthers would, as you already know, talk this is more for so, swagger someone like that would follow the cops, yeah. And it's, I'm like, they,
4: that, they, that's yeah. what they allude to in that scene in the movie, yeah, where he followed them into the deli, yeah that that is what they were there for they were there to police the police so and i know yes they would Ugh. care uh-huh. but then they're like we need to keep an eye on them it becomes urgent like i was saying before after we watched the movie unless you go back and look at the dates you don't really correlate the time you got to think about this martin luther king was assassinated april 4th 1968 Fred Hampton comes out and does this speech in his presentation and has the Rainbow Coalition with all these disenfranchised groups and gangs and what have you in Chicago coming together on April 4th, 1969. One year later. People are still mad. Y'all killed Dr. King. Mm-hmm. Whether you follow his methodology of nonviolence or you are more radical, y'all killed Dr. King, who was a notable leader in the community, and you've already killed. you four years removed from the assassination of Malcolm X. Now, this is, of course, before everybody finds out that there was some iffy shit going on, but tensions are still high.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And folks are still being beaten down. So, what happens if in this time where people are still fighting for their rights, and you decide that you need to get all these people together, and they decide they like, Well, we're gonna work together and lift up each other, and because we have a common enemy. Mm-hmm. So, what happens? The common enemy is gonna strike back because, from that's April, he gets locked up for uh some made up charges, and then. In December is assassinated, so it was it was urgent.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I just, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I. I I don't go ahead. Say something. No, no, I, no, no. I, I can't I just say so. Just <laughs> right. You
5: <can't> getting <laughs> back up? I'm about to say <laughs> something. You getting dropped the knives when they throw some? Say something. I'm like, hey, hey, hey,
3: hey, lady sketch was carrying that review on. Come <laughs> yeah. right. on now. Yeah,
1: I'm
4: back hurting. Were well,
1: you good? <laughs> like, I,
4: heard, I was just like, I'm getting uh, like I'm I'm trying to say what I need to say in still kind of
5: censor myself too so look it, you know i i i think since we are we've been doing this for years now on this podcast and i've only had two rules okay
4: mm-hmm.
5: other than that i'd rather you say your thoughts okay so there, there, there is no such to the point it's, just, it's like i said because people feel as though if i sit there and say well jesse Plumps was good because i he felt as though that uh, he feels like he was doing the right thing. People are automatically going to get mad there because of what his role was but like, you got if you just take a big, a big look back you gotta, that, that, that could be a controversial thing to say. You set. gotta
4: remove yourself from it. But this, and that's the thing, with, uh, going back to him for a minute that question to him is much what's happening now. A lot of th- things are rapidly changing and that's why you see people so angry yeah. because they see themselves rat- like just losing, like power is just slipping away.
1: Mm-hmm. Things are
4: changing too fast and, and changing in a way that they do not, um, they did not expect and do not want. But I really think that question right there was a self-reflective question for him. Because one, he could have either seen himself as somebody who either was not overtly racist mm-hmm. because he went and worked on a civil rights case. Or like I said earlier, I'm not racist. I got a black friend kind of deal. Or indifferent. Yeah, but for somebody to pose that question to you, and you really got to sit back and think, like, what would I do if my child, who, if you look at it, because even with all the events that did happen, he said his daughter's an infant, it's 1969. Say she is a grown lady, she's 20, 21 years old, it's gonna be the late 80s, early 90s. That uh-huh. at that point, there was interracial dating, was it still taboo? Uh-huh. Sure, but it was definitely um, more acceptable than it would have been in 1969 in Chicago. So it's just like, so what do I, what do I do? Hey, like here's a, a scenario I never considered. Yeah. Because I saw a couple of those moments in the movie with him, that moment and the moment when he found out that the informant was actually the person who killed the, um, this, this, uh, Innocent Panther. Mm. He was just like, "Okay,
5: I missed some shit."
4: Yeah, <laughs> like, that was one I, of the moments where he was just like, "This is not what I because, expected."
5: Because he, look, at that time, he felt as though that this does happen. He felt as though in his mind, he was doing police work. Uh
4: huh. That this is all right. He, they were all they were all um, just horrible people, yeah. and we need to. to he had them. he
5: had the notepad and everything to say. Wait, hold so. He just get away with it,
4: so but so we just let him walk for murder,
5: and, and so and once again he, I think those moments that he realized, oh shit, Jagger Hoover is a crazy son of a bitch,
4: and that and then it was just like okay, so we let him walk for murder, and then we pin it on somebody else. Okay, it's kind of just like the wheels are turning, like oh this is not this is not what I originally signed up for, kind of thing, and. You Know we could have very well. I, we again, we don't know what the real um, like the real people were, were thinking. He could have just yeah. been like, oh, it's whatever. But in the movie, it was kind of like that was the when the veil came up, uh huh, kind of deal. And I think it was after that moment that where we get the how you were saying he slowly transitioned into more of the straight up and down, like, listen, I don't care what happens, kill him. And he's be like, mm-hmm.
1: oh,
4: okay, what, okay. Because it's just, I'll just say, I I really think they did a good job in the time that they had with um, some character development, which uh, can be sorely lacking when you're doing things like historical biopics, because you just on the laurels of somebody portraying uh, the person. Mm-hmm. You know, they just pulling quotables from here and there and saying them. And they kind of look like them. And we just like, well, this was good. But if you take the time to develop the character, it, it, it's better. It, it reaches the audience better, I think.
5: It does. Because there's not one flawless person in this movie. And
4: they, they made sure that everybody, you know... Had different levels to him, and there was different things happening with him. And you could see their like inner turmoil type of deal, except Jagger Hoover's racist ass.
5: Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. The only day I was like, "Oh my god, it's Martin Sheen."
4: Yeah, but, I, I didn't know that. until right, after yeah. movie. And yeah. he was like, "That was Martin Sheen," and I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> I didn't realize that." Yeah,
5: but even still, so you got also think like that. There was actually some points in the movie that I was like, I don't want to feel this way but I was kind of getting mad at Fred for a particular reason I was like
4: I was just waiting for you to finish for it.
5: She, she was just like when she's pregnant and she got thinking about because we have kids mm-hmm. so your thought pattern has to change when kids are coming <laughs> things change right very yeah.
4: quickly life comes at you fast my, when you find out you're pregnant.
5: brother said I'm for the people yeah, so you're <laughs> So, are you mad if you have my baby I was like damn mm-hmm and I'm, I'm just like, God. That's kind of hard to digest. From, because yeah. I can't be in her shoes when it happened. I'm not calling him a villain for that. But I'm just saying. But
4: I it, mean, I don't think it was a villainous question yeah. to ask him. Does she, to ask her? Does she regret it? That's a legitimate question. No, I,
5: I, I'm not saying it's. A, I'm not saying he's a villain. It's a legitimate question. But I'm saying, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't like, do you regret having kids with me? It was more so. So you regret kissing me because you knew what this was about. But I don't
4: think that was. I think that was the nuance in that moment. That was the. I said I was for the people, or I was going to die for the people, and then, and I when I adopted this, I had no idea that I was going to be a father, and then now I come home and I find out there's a little person.
1: Uh huh
4: who is half of me. So then what do I do? It was a, and I think all of that was captured and encompassed in that poem that she read to him
1: Yeah,
4: because they both were having an, an internal struggle where she's just like, I believe too. Cause that's why I was here and I believe in you, but I also want to do what's best for this child and he's just like i devoted literally my life to this this is not something he came up with like you know in his like oh mm. i'm i'm 21 now let me be a this was from childhood on he's been like i'm i'm going to be this radical leader uh-huh. and he decided that he was just going to devote his life he had you guys when you figure out this is your niche this is what you are meant to do. You found your purpose. You gotta live in your purpose. And sometimes living in that purpose means that you could give your literally give your life for that. But then what do you do when something comes and completely folds all of that off track? Because think about it. In the in jail, he couldn't write to nobody. He couldn't get no letters from anybody. Like he could barely write to people. He couldn't get any letters from people. So He only thing that he knew was the cops came and said, we bombed your shit. And that was it. So he comes home to a completely different world expecting they're going to have to rebuild the Panthers headquarters and expecting to see just the homies. In the meantime, Jimmy done got shot and died like that night. And then several of the key other Panthers in the movie that were here when he left are gone. They in jail now. Other people have been shot. His girlfriend's pregnant. So, it's just like I can understand. Especially at that age. Because I had a baby at 20. She was 18, what? I'm just saying. He was 21 when he died. He he turned 21 a few weeks before he was murdered. Uh So, he was 20 at the time when they found out that she was pregnant. And she was, I think, 18. So, it's just like I've been in, the, in that spot when you're 20 years old and the, life is literally coming at you fast and you don't know what the fuck to do with yourself. And now not only that, you coming into age, you're coming into adulthood and then now you have this whole movement on your shoulders. Then what? You know, it's just, it's it's, it's hard to like really see the, again, that's something that's another thing you push into the gray area. Like, do I be like, why will, why would you say something like that, or, you know, be like I understand why y'all are scared, kind of deal. Yeah.
5: I mean, oh, well, first of all, so how do you feel about the scene?
2: Uh, that, like, I felt indifferent. Like, I, I, I get more where you're coming from. When he, uh, he said that, um, when he said, "Do you regret having my baby?" I was like, "That was kind of harsh," but I understand the role he was in. See, I, I, it's it's like if you it was like gotta... I I I know what he's trying to convey here. It's like, look, I'm I, either way, I'm down for my people, like it or not.
5: Let me ask y'all this question: then. If he was thirty four years old, would he said the same thing. Probably not. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think yeah. so. Because I'm, I'm like that. That that's kind of like the answer is a young brass decision.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Is that like, you know? It's just like, man, and like it's like you know, it. Johnny like did a great job uh reacting to. It. I mean, she read the poem and thought like that it's just like because she could have just been like because really, there's no right answer. There. If right. you say
4: yes, <laughs> excuse me. If you say yes, then it's just like so. Where do we go from here? If you say no, oh, then you you still left out on a lurch. Like I don't know what to do or how to feel. Right. Mm-hmm. There was no right answer to that question.
5: No, it was, you know, it is it, it, not supposed to say be an answered question, but it does show the complexity of you know who this who this guy was. Mm-hmm. And it, it shows that like everybody's not going to necessarily agree with that. Decision, mm-hmm. you know, or, or or just to be just so open about it, about uh, you know, like, but at twenty one years old, everybody on this podcast has been twenty one years old.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: There, there's, there was no way in hell I'm dedicating my life to the people at twenty one years old. I'll tell you how. Hell I no. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Do- I'm not doing it for the people. That's a, a, a different mindset, you know. Say different discipline. That, that that was obviously around back then, but it's just like uh, at 21, I, I was just happy you know, saying, well, you know I, all my friends was like i am been drinking age, I'm just like oh yeah, I'm at grown age
4: yeah, but you see, know? and that's the I think that's the big difference, because we always we always joke, like when we watch like black exploitation movies and stuff like that, yeah. was like y'all was a hard 25 yeah <laughs> <laughs> are you sure you was only but you gotta think about the time that these people were living in you was either going to devote your life to the cause, uh-huh. like he did, and say I'm gonna lay down my life and die for these people, or you was going to go to war. You was going to go and do some some job that could very well cost you your life anyway.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: This was a completely different era. They they was drafting people into the service to go and fight people who they don't personally have no beef with. But now I got to kill you because the U.S. said I got to kill you. Mm-hmm. So you want, you got a, a whole lot of shit on your shoulders, regardless. Oof. It's like the weight of the weight of the world is is heavy, anyway.
1: Uh-huh.
4: So, what do you do? Do you go out here and say, "Well, I went down swinging for my people," or do you end up dead because you in a city uh, that's racked with violence, whether that be by somebody else who is just as fucked up as you or, um, and I mean in the sense of we all we all um, disenfranchised if you want to call it that, yeah. you know, we all disadvantaged um, or you get shot by the cops or you end up getting uh, mixed up in some shit, you in jail or you get drafted to go off to war, like what do you do? Where, which way is your life really going at this point? In cool. the late sixties in Chicago,
1: mm-hmm.
4: so uh-huh. I don't. It's just I don't know. I was really invested in this story being uh, like being told, right? And I'm glad that it was done well.
5: And you know, it didn't. Um, I it, it did anger me. It did, but you know, what I, it was very informative because I'm not a Black Panther guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the uh, Marvel people, obviously. I'm a my like me and my wife used to have like subtle arguments in the beginning of our relationship. I, I'm a civil rights guy. Mm-hmm. I'm i I'm, I'm John Lewis. You know what I'm saying? I'm Martin Luther King. I'm Rosa Parks. I'm not, you know well, of X type of thing like that. You know I'm not Nation of Islam.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: I'm not you know that that wasn't the movement I, I necessarily studied. Then you know when it came to the the, the Panthers, a lot of them. I was just like, well, "Shit, this is, this is radical shit." And then, to, to, to some point, even if we didn't say documentary. S- some things uh helped out the community, which they were supposed to. A lot of them got them nowhere, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I and I'm like, man, that that's, that's, that's a tough movie to get with. And when you when you make when you make movies about the Panthers, those are always tough sells to anybody. And unless you are really invested into the story, and for somebody who was not invested into the Panthers like my wife is, I'm here to tell you right now, it's a great story that will help you educate the complexity of this party, mm-hmm. and you know what this party really stood for, what it's all about. This is come from somebody who wasn't, you know, up reading about the Bobby Seals and the Huey News and the Fred Hampers of the world.
4: I mean, well, yeah, and you because you got to understand, we we did it. Come up and completely op- on polar opposite ends. You know, yeah. he's always studied like Martin Luther King and SELC mm-hmm. and SNCC and all of that. And I came up in a house where we did openly talk about the like the Panthers and the things that the offshoots of that, Huey Newton and Bobby Seale and the Nation of Islam, just like the beliefs and like just thing, things like that I it, and um no it's not like that's the only thing I ever study. even if it was so what but you I grew up getting different things from different areas so it was just like I and I've seen things like this also grew up in a time where when, like, the move bombing happened, that was only a few years removed from like when we were born. This is mm-hmm. this shit was still fresh. Things like that, learning about things like move, having met some of the uh survivors of the bombing. Like, it's a you, you grow up in a different mindset, and you're just like, I want these stories to be told because people don't know. There's still people now just now finding out about uh the move bombing, it happened in 1985. Like people just like re- like a real bomb a real bomb. Mm-hmm. So it's just like one day I'm sure that because there's also a documentary about that on HBO right now. The move bombing. Um, it's about the move nine. The move um, nine. there are other documentaries about it, like that are more um, some of them are more involved around Momia, some about the actual organization. Um, but eventually something like that may get a movie, and it would be like you see how good Judas and the Black Messiah did. You see, and even on a less extreme end of that, you see how things like Hidden Figures did, mm-hmm. where nobody and they, I never. Now, that's something I had no idea about. I mm-hmm. had no idea that any Black woman, one, even worked at NASA at the time or had anything to do with um, the space space race.
5: Yeah.
4: No idea. So things like this going well are a launching pad for other stories to be told and not even just our stories just stories of little known facts that we don't get because history is written by people on the other side of it just like there's a quote when I was you know going and doing like some searching um, from Frank and and I was just like we want to put like we want to tell our stories because a lot of the information that is still publicly available about the Panthers comes from the FBI Mm. It ain't coming from former Panthers It ain't coming from people who uh, Grew up in that time This is coming from people who Openly admitted that There was an entire organization Dedicated to spying on black leaders And trying to Bring them down from the inside Out So we want to do the service Of telling what happened From the viewpoint of people Who experienced it Instead of this is not all quote by the way you mm. know this I'm paraphrasing. Instead of you had you having to go and look it up, and then you look at the bottom at the source, and you like federal bureau of investigation. Like wait, <laughs> well wait a minute.
5: Yeah, that's why I got to check out Child of Chicago Seven too.
4: I also want to see that. I want to see. Um, I heard that was really good.
5: Well, right, Two mm-hmm. quick things. Did you one anything you didn't like about it, and what, what's your grade for it?
2: Only thing, um, the only gripe I have about it is that a lot of the scenes were too dark to see what mm. exactly was going on. If they turned the contrast up a little bit, I would have been satisfied. But uh, it was hard to see a lot of the stuff that was going on in the dark. Other than mm-hmm. that, I really enjoyed this movie. Like
4: highly. As somebody who's it. blind for real, I can agree.
2: Like it, it was like okay, can, like like the whole um, the climax. I didn't see a thing that was happening. Because everything was mm. super dark. Um but yeah, that was my only gripe about it. Uh, other than that, I really enjoyed this movie. This is a damn near perfect for me. This is a damn near perfect for me. Um
5: I gave it a complete Nergasm. Hmm. Is your review um, already up? On- it, it will be it'll be tomorrow. By the time it's okay. a like,
4: right? Okay. Yeah. Okay,
5: gotcha. So
2: make sure you guys check that out. Uh, at least get your um re-
5: um score.
4: I guess I'd give it a Nergasm too. That's like an A+. Yeah, that's a 5 out
5: of 5 for me. Okay,
4: yeah. if, uh, I, I'd give it a 5 out of 5. I would. Now, I will say, me personally, sometimes I have to watch things and sit with them, and then I can give you like my, my final, final, but even if I sat with it and watched it again, I probably wouldn't give it anything below an A.
2: Right, yeah. I, I hope this is mentioned in the Oscars. I really hope I, it is.
4: I think that he was nominated already. Oh, nice. The only thing that we were confused about was the Image Awards, um, and I was saying when we did the podcast last week, I think he might be like a cutoff thing, um, but I'm pretty sure he got nominated at least for what, like a Golden Globe. Yeah, yeah, he at least was nominated for um, Golden Globe for this. I I have a question, Swag. Mm-hmm. As somebody who I don't know, I don't know the depth of your knowledge um, into like. The Panthers or Fred Hampton, as somebody, um, like, just a casual moviegoer, mm-hmm. what did you think of it? Did you come out of it, like, feeling like you learned?
1: Yeah, no, I, I came
2: out of it wanting more reason, wanted to know more information. Like, I started, like, uh, going online to get some more information about what, uh, about Fred Hampton.
1: Okay.
4: I mean, I just, I, like, I, I was just...
2: Like, it it piqued my curiosity to learn more. And I feel like a movie of that uh, stature should be able to do that.
4: That was my, that was why, that was the question I wanted, like, so would you go and actually find out? Because some people would be like, well, why movies shouldn't, you shouldn't be getting your information from movies. The whole point of it usually is, okay, this is cool, so maybe I should go and do some more research into what happened so I can educate myself kind of thing. Right? I was just genuinely curious.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it did. Um It piqued my curiosity and I want to know more about this because I know there was a lot of things that they didn't mention. So, yeah. I definitely wanted to go in to learn like, oh, what have happened to this era that they didn't mention? Um So, I mean, it, it definitely piqued my curiosity. And it it interests me in learning more like these movies are supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, Any final words on it? you guys had a lot of words. Uh, I did. I was like, oh. Dude. I'm so sorry. Like, I know y'all we're y'all we're are going we're... in. I was
5: like, all right, yo, let, let them handle it. <laughs>
3: and then let him speak.
5: Yeah, I was like, let him go. <laughs> I recommend y'all check out Eyes on the Prize. And I recommend y'all check out the Black Panther documentary from American Experience. Those are both uh, very educational things. I know, I, I'm a documentary guy. I love watch documentaries. Mm-hmm. I can watch that. I, like, my wife has made fun of me for just sitting there eating cereal and just watching you know, freedom riders.
4: I'm like, sorry, it's eight AM <laughs> <laughs>
5: To be fair, you
2: do be watching crime stuff at like the dead of morning.
4: Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> I ain't watching nothing. You know what we watch now? Disney Jr. Okay. <laughs> I ain't seen snap in weeks. <laughs> like so,
2: unsolved yeah, so, Mysteries. I mean, <laughs> the murder is still out there. Uh <coughs> good night. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm is
5: was like 30 years old. That murderer dead by <laughs> oh, now. No, Uh, seriously, check check those things out. If you guys have not seen it, if you especially if you want, y'all you want to get the insight, uh, especially Eyes of the Prize. Eyes of the Prize takes place, talking about the end of the civil rights era, which is like 1967, uh, seven, eight, and then we're going to the 70s and 80s. So mm-hmm. that's when Eyes of the Prize 2 is, Eyes of the Prize 1 is the 1950s and the 1950s.
4: Gotcha, gotcha. All right, um... I'm just say I'm sorry we was we did a long winded spoiler review.
2: Oh no, it's all good. It's all
4: good. We learned something. Yeah, no, y'all good.
2: Um, well, yeah, that was pretty much the whole podcast there. Uh, Q Flow, let's start review. Where can we find you?
3: You can find me wherever you listen to your music. Q Dash Flow. That's that's about it. Okay,
2: uh, <laughs> Lady Sketch. Uh, <laughs> I
3: thought
4: you come not... coming after that or something. Right. But yeah. Somewhere. Oh yeah,
3: I mean yeah, y'all could y'all could follow the Instagram, Twitter, QFlow underscore music two one five.
2: Uh Lee Sketch, if if you are findable. We can no, find you, you I'm
4: not. You can find me here.
2: You off the radar.
4: <laughs> I don't have any like I don't have any public pages or anything, so
2: gotcha. Uh Mr. A and E, where can we find you?
5: Guys if you find me busting my ass on N C Studios, uh trailer reactions, movie reviews, wrestling reviews television reviews, all that great stuff. Then you also can find you know, social media at uh, and, uh, and NC place number two B, Instagram and Twitter. I have lied to y'all and said I was getting I was, I was getting on social media and I haven't, and that's my fault. And I got to do my best to discipline myself to get up on these social medias to you know to really uh give y'all the up to date news and stuff. Of what's going on?
2: No problem. Um you can find me, I'm usually on level up. Um I finished undefeated, so make sure you check those out, uh videos out. That was a really fun game to play. Um if Superman, if they ever make a Superman game, I hope it's kind of like that. So, yeah, that was fun to play. We got some more Sackboy and then Concrete Jungle, which is rendering as we speak. Uh, hopefully I will be able to get um what's call it called? I will hopefully be able to get um little nightmares 2 soon, so I can stream that. But, and you
5: know what? I'm gonna do my best to get you some black content on uh level up, because I do have my African American Power Rangers video that I still you know want to put. I want to put something up there, you know, for the culture for Black History Month. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, gotcha. So yeah, hopefully we can check that
4: out soon.
5: Um the boy ain't black.
4: What? What?
5: Talking about? I don't know. I've just gonna...
4: What was that movie, movie? movie? Game with Jesse Williams was the the voice.
3: Oh uh, God! Detroit gonna... becomes. Yeah. No, no, no Detroit becomes. Detroit. him. God, a... I hated that game.
2: You hated the girl.
3: That's... <laughs> yeah, it's the kid. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you you're know absolutely you right.
2: Killed her off in the first mission.
3: I did not know that. If I knew that, I would have done it.
2: Yeah, you just don't <laughs> save her. <laughs> and it was like that story's over.
4: She, says, uh, she don't wanna be. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: But, yeah, uh, thank you for joining us Q flow, take us out.